93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, July 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a pregnant woman and her 8-year-old son have been found dead after they went missing when severe weather hit the region on Thursday night. This is a terrible story. Crews were scouring the area of Gristmill Road and Locust Road near Ironstone Creek in Douglas Township. Authorities found the pregnant woman in her 30s along with her 8-year-old son dead late Thursday night. The National Weather Service issued a flash flood emergency for parts of the eastern Pennsylvania after more than six inches of rain dumped onto the area, flooding roads and trapping motorists in cars. And that's exactly what happened. She got trapped in her car in a flood. The woman was on the phone with a 911 dispatcher when the call dropped. The Weather Service says a number of vehicles and residential evacuations are underway after the rain-packing storms moved into parts of Berks and Montgomery counties. Kath, I heard on the news that uh, they were on the phone with her for 45 minutes. They couldn't wow. get to whatever. I, I heard that too, and I don't know exactly where she yeah. this area is, but they couldn't get to her. Oh my god! And that was the that was the problem. Yeah. And I think they still can't. I think the car is still there, and no they're all kidding. and they're still in the car. Oh my god! Yeah, it's wow. so sad. It is. Officials are urging residents to move to higher ground as soon as possible, calling it extremely dangerous and life threatening situation. So you know, just that's just a, t- a story that it, when they tell you don't go through the floodwaters, yeah, don't go man. through the floodwaters. And I don't know if that was the issue. You know, it, it might have been a flash flood that she didn't expect. But right. even even if it's not the issue in this particular one, yeah, if you see. <laughs> If it's like, hmm, I wonder if I can get through that, you should probably find another way. You probably can. You know, for first-hand experience. You you don't want it to happen. It's freaky, yeah. Philadelphia police say parents chased down a car thief and killed him after he allegedly stole a vehicle with their children inside on Thursday night. It happened at 29th and Dolphin Street in the Strawberry Mansion section of the city. According to police, the mother was traveling with her three kids when she stopped to visit her boyfriend at a pizza shop. She left the car running, and that's when police say a 54-year-old, the 54-year-old suspect jumped into the vehicle and took off. The suspect didn't get far. Police say the parents caught up with the suspect when he got stuck in traffic. They pulled him out of the car. He tried to flee on foot but only got about a half a block away. Way. The boyfriend caught up with him and physically struggled with him. Other males from the neighborhood intervened and began punching and kicking the male who took the vehicle. The suspect was rushed to the hospital where he later died of his injuries. It's unclear if any charges will be filed. A shortage of avocados has sent prices soaring. Whole food prices, uh, wholesale prices of avocados are more than double what they were a year ago. Most of the extra cost is being passed on to customers and uh, with retail prices almost doubling. According to the most recent Department of Agriculture uh, weekly retail price report, the average national price for Haas avocados was $2.10 on July 5th this year compared to $1.17 from the July 6th, 2018 report. How's the broccolini situation? (laughs) Uh. Hey, Press, how many avocados do you think are... Well, (laughs) this is kind of a tough question to answer, (laughs) but... Okay. But don't you think that a, a lot of them are wasted because people don't know how oh. to buy avocados yeah. as far as ripeness is concerned? Uh, well, I end up wasting them, too. I was actually thinking of that very thing because most of the time, by the time you get to the store and you start, um, you know, feeling them, um, the, the the good ones are already gone. People have already taken the ones that are, that are like, you can eat now. Right. Yeah. Because they're usually harder than you need. They're not quite ripe yet. So we'll buy a couple of avocados, and unfortunately, we'll get the ones that are a little bit hard, and you set them down. 
and maybe forget that you just bought avocados and like three days later, you're like, ah, oh, it's just turned to mush. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, it, you, and you, you have to hit right at the right time. It's it's a it's a little it's a slim window. Yeah, and, and you got to get it. Isn't there so. an app? Can't you put any, like a probe in it that'll let you know? Send a message to your phone that the avocado is ready to roll. Kathy, I could use my reminder. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Avocado will be yeah. ripe in one day. Eat your goddamn avocado. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, like, I wonder how many of. And there's a shortage. A You're saying how there's many waste. waste. Well, there's definitely a waste. Yes. And if there was no, a I agree. waste, we should like figure out how to not waste them. There's a short window. There, there is. There. Eat them. Eat the freaking <laughs> things. Growing global demand and a natural seasonal dip in production are driving the shortage. Mexico is the top supplier of fruits and, ve- fruits and vegetables to the United States with $13 billion a year imported from the country last year. Almost 90% of avocados come from Mexico. Uh, but the good news is for avocado lovers, prices are forecast has to come down in about a month when production in Mexico ramps back up. Uh, we're big avocado eaters in our house, and, oh, and we'll, even those, the, if you get the ones that are not quite ready to cut open, um, they'll sit there, and, and we'll check them and make sure they're ready. And Ooh. good, yeah, we're, we don't. We're Gives you wasters. something to do. Yeah. Mm. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> <laughs> The Phillies return to action tonight after the All-Star break as they open up a weekend series at home against the Washington Nationals. 90 games into the season, the Phillies are a half a game behind the Nats in the National League East and six and a half games behind the Atlanta Braves who are in first place. Steven Strasburg will get the start for Washington and Nick Pavetta pitches for the Phillies. Game time is an hour earlier than normal at 6.05 because of the fireworks show scheduled for after the game. The Oklahoma City Thunder have agreed to a blockbuster trade to send Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets to reunite him with James Harden. The Rockets will send guard Chris Paul two protected first-round picks and two pick swaps to the Thunder. The Rockets are reuniting two former MVP guards who started their careers together with the Thunder. Paul Holmgren is taking a new role with the Flyers and will no longer serve as team president. Instead, he will be a senior advisor to chairman and CEO Dave Scott. General Manager Chuck Fletcher will now take on the new title as president of hockey operations as well and will report directly to Scott Holmgren as 18 grand, I'm sorry, eight grandchildren and said that the timing felt right to focus on family and the next phase of his life. He also made it clear that he's not going away from the team and will be available to Scott and Fletcher in his new role. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you so much, Kathy. Welcome to Friday morning, the Preston and Steve show. We canceled the, or postponed, I should say, uh, the belly flop championship last night because obviously there were some weather issues. And, and good decision. Yeah, we we were still not sure at the end of the show. We're like, eh, maybe we should, maybe we should. And we decided, okay, let's go ahead. And I wasn't it, sure through most of the day. I'm like, this doesn't look so bad. Yeah. And then right at like 555, uh, it and, just came and down. It ended up being a nonstop uh, rain as non-stop opposed rain. to isolated thunderstorms. Yeah, so, and lightning and a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, big time. So anyhow... We have a new date for that, and I'll reiterate this information as we go through the morning. And we have rescheduled it for Thursday, uh, August 15th. Mm-hmm. So we got you know a little over a month to go before we do it again. So we'll remind you about all that, but we've rescheduled the whole thing back at Valley Forge Casino Resort, and we should be good to go. Uh, so just wanted to give you a heads up on that, and thanks to all those who planned on attending. Uh, but we'll just uh, we'll, we'll shoot for that date down the road. Um, let me see real quick before I do I tell you what's coming up on the show. I got this email and I wanted to get it out of the way. It's a shard out. Yes. Uh, it says, hey, we listen to your program every morning on our way to work. We usually catch the beginning with the news oh, and exciting. sports and opening segments. And I was wondering if you could give a shard out to my wife. 
on her 30th birthday. She would absolutely love it slash hate it. <laughs> and it would make her day. Hope to hear from you. And that is from Ryan Sorolnik. Uh, so, Ryan, this is for your wife and her 30th birthday. Hope you guys have a great day. Does he mention the wife's name? No, he didn't. What the hell is that about? What kind of a husband are you? You are horrible. Yeah, so anyhow, happy 30th birthday to the mystery girl out there. All right, uh, we have on the program today Mr. Ricky Batalico. We haven't seen Ricky Bowen in a little while from NBC Sports Philadelphia, and he's going to be popping in in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, He's got a charity event coming up, a golf outing he wants to mention, and we'll talk Phil's as well. Uh, Ari Spears has yes. many opportunities to sit down with that guy, and he's awesome. Ari, he's very candid. That's what yep. I love about him. Uh, he'll be at Punchline this weekend, so Aries is going to stop by around 9 o'clock. We also have our friends from Delilah stopping by today because next Wednesday is the annual Diamond G-String Award. So the ladies are going to be here this morning. They're always the best. And punctual, Preston. Uh, yep, they're great. Uh, Chickies and Pete's is stopping by as well. Uh, find out what that's all about. And, uh, oh, the Rolling Stones song of the day, which we will, uh, bring you up to speed on at the, as close to eight o'clock as we can get it. We'll tell you the title of the song and the hour you need to listen for it in order to win yourself some tickets to that show, as well as the greatest hits on vinyl. And won't you be manning the wheel of steel? I will. Well, we'll find out at eight o'clock. Okay. I'll tell you all about that later on. Oh, that's right. Yes, I'll reveal the uh, uh, the time specifics. Yeah, but in the meantime, I am uh, I'm wielding a case of beer. Yes, I like to give that away. Yards Pink now available year round in twelve pack cans. We'll take call number twelve at two one five two six three WMMR. Pink Pink is a sparkling tart berry ale. You can grab a case of pink cans at Yardsbury at 5th and Spring Garden or at Santa Fe Mexican Grill in Newark, Delaware. 215-263-WMMR. We'll come back with some entertainment stories, a stupid question, and start your Friday. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have a really easy, stupid question All right. this morning. For yeah. Friday. We'll go easy on you. Uh, by the way, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to Marvel Universe Superheroes Exhibit and Universe of Superheroes, I should say. All right, so the Bethany Beach Firefly can only be found in one U.S. state. And which one is that? <laughs> All right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The Bethany Beach Firefly can only be found in one U.S. state. And what is it? 215-263-WMMR. Call down. Giving you a little gift there. Birthdays today. On Friday, July 12th, include Mr. Topher Grace. Uh, he is turning 41 years old today. He's actually working a lot. Yeah, he uh, was just, he was in an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, I have not, I see, I, I, I've saved that season. I got to watch those, what oh. is it, three episodes? Yeah, yeah he, he plays yeah. essentially like the guy who invented Twitter or whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right. You're right. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I, I, I actually really liked his character in that one. All right. 41 today. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. 
Uh, she is also 41 today, Fast and the Furious series, uh, Avatar, Lost. We got to know her in that. Yeah, she's really good in Lost and uh, the uh, to, uh, Fast and Furious and all those other things. So. I, I like her a lot. She's uh, she's very beautiful. She's got serious attitude. Yeah, she's a tough she's girl. very intimidating but sexy at the same time. And I think she um, she has both boyfriends and girlfriends, yes? Don't know. Yeah, uh, I know she's. Uh, I know she does uh, date girls, but yeah. uh, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure of uh, what her uh, preference is or anything. Whatever about. rocks her world. I love her. She's 41 today. Cheryl Ladd. Mm. Oh my God. Charlie's Angels. I remember when Farrah Fawcett was leaving Charlie's Angels. And I was like, Oh, what are they going to do? How are they going to replace yeah. this? And uh, I said, okay, that's a good choice. And the reason Casey is playing Josie and the Pussycats is she was the singing voice of Melody. Yeah. And Josie and the Pussycats. I wanted to name one of my kids Josie. Yeah. And uh, and I got out, you know, vetoed because of this stupid cartoon. And you guys because ended Josie up going with uh, Seamus instead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the in-law Josie Wales, bro. Ah. True. True. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's a fish song, by the way. It was the outlaw Josie Wales. That's is, what I meant to say. Is, um, Damn it. <laughs> is the, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie. Okay. So, Shell Ladd is 68 today. It's Richard Simmons' birthday. Oh. You remember for a stretch there, uh, there were, there were word, there was word that A, he was gravely ill, or yes. B, that he was transitioning to become a woman. And C, being held captive. Yeah. By were, his caretakers. And... Supposedly, none of that is true, and he's just kind of living life on his own. He's kind of become isolated yeah. and a shut in, but he insists, or at least these are the messages that are supposedly coming from him. He insists he's doing very well. If you stop and think about it, Preston, the losing app yep. is basically those deal meal cards that yeah. he used to sell years ago. Yeah. Oh. So he's 71 today. Uh, guitarist John Petrucci for the band Dream Theater uh, celebrates his uh, 52nd birthday today. Dude's a shredder, man. He's a great guitarist. Yeah. Those musicians are incredible. Yeah. Uh, our, a good friend of ours, Zach, is a massive Dream Theater fan. Yep. He brought over some concert footage of these guys. It's incredible. Yeah, they're they're way up there, technically wise. Uh, so, 52 years old today, John Petrucci. Christy Yamaguchi. Let's do all Petrucci things that rhyme with Uchi. Yeah. Uh, Christy Yamaguchi, U.S. Gold Olympic or U.S. Olympic gold medal winning figure skater, uh, turns 48 years old today. And I saved the best for last. If I would have known this this morning, I would have sung a little tune as I drove by his house. Bill Cosby is 82 oh, years old today. Wow. So what do you do when you're in prison and that's you're having a birthday? Exactly what I was wondering. Do you make a toilet cake? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> you, you know, know? He, skipped, he skipped dessert, so he's, he's trying to eat right, so he's not doing desserts or coffee or anything. Yeah. Well, maybe get the shower all to yourself. Hey, maybe that's what they give you for <laughs> no your birthday. No sodomy today. Yeah, so 82nd birthday today for Bill Cosby. Do you think Camille goes over for... Um, Yes, for yeah, celebration. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. I would think so. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Uh, the Bethany Beach Firefly can only be found in one U.S. state. And which one is that? And we are going to go to Bob for the answer. Hey, Bob. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, Bob. So do me a favor. Tell me what state we're talking about. What is Delaware? What is what Delaware? Is Delaware? <laughs> yeah, that's right, Bob. Hang on. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to 
Marvel Universe Superheroes exhibit, and you can explore Marvel's legacy through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and other rare materials. Now open at the Franklin Institute. Tickets and info at fi.edu. Is that where the Firefly Festival gets its name? I don't know. I Might guess be- so. Yeah, is it, uh, where do they hold that? What, uh, Dover. Oh, Dover. It's in Dover? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and how far is uh, Bethany Beach from that? Not so far, 45, yeah, 45 minutes. minutes yeah. yeah, I wonder if that's where they get it. They can so. fly that distance. All right, anyhow, we'll get into some of the entertainment stories. We're going to begin with, uh, well, a name we haven't really talked about too much in entertainment news lately, Harvey Weinstein. A judge has approved yet another reorganization of his legal team just 60 days before uh, the accused rapist and former movie mogul is due in court to face assault charges. I wonder how many lawyers he has on that team. Uh, Lawyer uh, Jose Baez, uh, who rose to fame representing Casey Anthony, is the latest Weinstein lawyer to ask for an out. When a judge asked Weinstein if that was okay, he replied yes. Uh, the judge uh, complied with the request after getting a promise that Weinstein would not attempt to postpone his September 9th trial date. Look, I defended Casey Anthony, but I, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do this Weinstein thing. Weinstein dodged journalists outside the Manhattan courtroom, refusing to answer questions about his two new lawyers, who are Donna Rotuno and Damon uh, Cerrone's. Uh, both of Chicago, they join Arthur Adala, a lawyer who has represented rapper 50 Cent, uh, former Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz, and uh, the late Fox News chief Roger Ailes. So he is, he's represented those people in the past, this particular uh, lawyer. He had to get a female on his team. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rotuno got to work immediately casting uh, aspirations at the dozens of women uh, who have accused Weinstein of misconduct, saying that women are, quote, responsible for the choices they make. Mm-hmm. That's a good defense. <laughs> right. Rotuno told reporters emotion of this case has taken over. There is a truth that you have not reported on. I chose to represent Harvey Weinstein because I think these are the types of cases that lawyers that do what I do live for. And I, Honor, will reveal that truth just as soon as we can come up with it. And she said, uh, it gives us an opportunity to have a forum to speak uh, what we believe. And I believe that the facts and evidence in this case are actually very favorable to Mr. Weinstein. Gloria Allred, who represents one of the accusers, said, well, I agree that women are responsible for their own choices, but when will Mr. Weinstein be held responsible for his? Uh-huh. Weinstein is free on $1 million bail pending trial and uh, denies wrongdoing. A separate legal team is working on a settlement in bankruptcy court with dozens of his accusers. Can you imagine the legal fees? Oh, my God. It must be insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Meghan Markle graced many red carpets in Hollywood, but she is about to walk her first as a royal. Uh, Meghan and Prince Harry are set to make their first royal red carpet appearance together on Sunday evening at the Lion King in London. Uh, the new parents will leave baby Archie at home, according to reports. The Lion King is set to take its live action uh, bow in London's West End. Uh, Harry will be there in part to promote his conservation work on behalf of communities near endangered wildlife in Africa. Uh, the remake of the Disney classic stars Beyonce as the voice of Nala and Donald Glover as the voice of Simba. Harry and Meghan will reportedly meet some of the cast and crew and mingle with representatives from organizations behind cons- uh, conservation efforts before they all watch the oh, film. Which animal do you play? Together. Uh, in a few months, Harry, Meghan, and Archie will leave for a tour of South Africa where they will promote conservation and education initiatives. I was reading a review of it that gave, it gives it super high technical uh, props, but says that uh, it's so photorealistic that it's kind of weird to watch 
these animals singing this right, way, you know? Right. Yeah. That you, you can sort of, you get a little bit more latitude when you're animated, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, you're like, that lion is singing. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks kind of weird. It will be interesting. Uh, more royal news. The prince who is next in line to the throne of England has opened a new bed and breakfast in Scotland. Yeah. Overlooking the picturesque North Sea on the grounds of the Castle of May. That actually sounds pretty cool. Where he has uh, vacationed annually for much of his life. It's the Scottish uh, Great Wolf Lodge, Preston. Oh, yeah. They have water slides? Yeah, water slides, the whole thing. A wave tank? It's totally a rip. Uh, The 10-bedroom facility was funded by Prince Charles to uh, open the grounds to the public in order to boost tourism in the local uh, Caithness village that he loves. And the best part is you can actually drink in the pool. That's right. (laughs) And the little kitties go running off to the various activities. You and I relate. (laughs) Absolutely. Perfectly. Little rugrats are a pain, aren't they? Uh, Called the Granary Lodge. The luxury accommodations are quite affordable for being intertwined with royalty. So does it go for a night? And have earned uh, eight five-star reviews on TripAdvisor.com since opening their doors May 15th. So the starting price, and this is in pounds, so you roughly double this. Uh, the starting price for a double room is 145 pounds, so it'd be you know roughly three hundred dollars. That's not outrageous at all. That's not bad. How much for a room that's adorned in Taco Bell paraphernalia? <laughs> oh, those were all booked. Yeah, up. those were all booked up. Uh, but a super king double suite costs 155 pounds, so closer to you know three, three and change, something like that. The uh, the price includes breakfast and access to a relaxing drawing room, and uh, which is fully renovated. Uh, Robert Lovey, the director of outreach for the Prince's Foundation at the hotel's unveiling, said, We are delighted that the Prince's vision for the Granary Lodge has been realized and hope the development means more people will visit the North Highlands of Scotland to experience its unique offering to tourists. And we are proud to announce the addition of a Lorenzo's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> These slices are enormous. <laughs> The size of the Scottish Islands. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, built between 1566 and 1572 and bought in 1952 by the Queen Mother, the Castle of May rises above the shores of Pentland Firth. Do, do the commercial. Uh, g- give your most seductive and inviting read about the uh, this place. Built between 1566 and 1572 and bought in 1952 by the Queen Mother, the Castle May rises above the shores of Pentland Firth and became a favorite holiday destination for her family who regularly, I have to turn the page, yes. <laughs> visited, especially after the death of her husband, King George VI. The castle, <laughs> the castle itself comprises some 38 rooms, including 15 bedrooms, three reception rooms, a library and billiards room, an imposing double staircase from the entrance hall leads to the principal rooms on the second floor. A trap door in the floor of the Ooh. dining room leads to a dungeon. The well-trended <laughs> gardens. Yeah. From your very first second of entering, passing the marble foosball table, you'll be excited and intrigued. Be careful. Watch the, out for the trap yes, door. The trap door. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Uh, He'll uh, step on that carpet. Uh, and the well yeah, t- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we have a trapdoor. Oh, God, would I love to have a trapdoor in the house. Oh, great. my God, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. The- Burns-type trapdoor. 
The well-tended gardens are occasionally open to visitors, by the way. Did you hear the story that Prince Charles, and I, I don't know if this is getting reported from other places, but that the Queen is actually, I've read this, can... Uh, considering turning over the reins to him within six months before no, she passes, y- yeah, like, uh, while she's still alive, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not a bad idea because she just keeps going and he deserves it at this point, you know. So why not do it in a in a nice transition where she can just yeah retire? I, I mean, saw I... two stories pop up, and and Preston, as I recall, I was thinking, well, they they report that all the time, but I was wondering if you guys had heard anything. No, no, I hadn't heard anything, but I honestly, when I was digging around for stuff and I found this story yesterday I, I, I literally thought in my mind does he ever go God would you die already <laughs> is she dead yet <laughs> How all she? those things you do uh, she's 90, 90 something yeah. and she's very vital sharp yeah. um, you know is constantly entertaining heads of state the whole deal and I tell you what and I know it's just a TV show but ever since I've watched the crown, I really like her a lot more. She's I, amazing. I, I really, I really have come around on the Queen. I just kind of had just, you know, did you get a chance? Her off. Did you get a chance to go over to the Tower of London? And I uh, did. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Did you see that huge picture of her during her coronation? And and then no. there there are other pictures of her. What is she? Nineteen twenty meeting with Winston Churchill. Yeah, I think she was eighteen. She yeah. was a kid. It was it was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, you know what? For her to renounce her throne and hand it, I think that'd be a really awesome gesture. Uh, her her to- mother lived to 102. Wow, she's 93 now, and yeah. so yeah, I mean, like her mother was 201 when she died. No, uh, no, 102. I just yeah. said, yeah, and of no, course, her, 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 oh, grandmother, her mother, yeah. yeah, and of course, she she gets the absolute best medical care one could possibly get. So yeah, know, she, she does probably with those those walk in medical care facilities. <laughs> she does, yeah, mm-hmm. urgent the care. Queen sitting there, the six year child is coughing on me. <laughs> These things are a godsend. <laughs> Urgent care. Urgent care. Yeah, yeah, if you it's don't like want to go I, to the ER. I was replacing a toilet seat and I cut my wrist. <laughs> hey, come on in here. Yeah, you don't want to wait around all day at the ER. Go to the... If he, we're going to take an MRI, so you're going to have to take that crown off. All right. Uh, so anyhow, it's a bed and breakfast that the uh, the Prince is open. If you want to go, it's in Sounds Scotland. exciting. Does sound very cool. For your summer vacation, if well, you haven't made plans. While many people would be nursing serious doubts about the nature of romance following a split from a long-term partner you share with a child, uh, and in which there are rumors of infidelity as well splashed across the front pages around the world, uh, Irina Sheik yeah. has a refreshingly sunny perspective on love. This is the Bradley Cooper ex. Yes. She said, everyone looks at marriage differently. This is uh, her speaking to Bizarre.com's summer digital issue. Oh. Uh, do I believe in marriage? Yes, of course. Uh, she do. She do. I'm not the kind of person <laughs> who is against it. Uh, and she declined to comment on her split from Bradley, though. Uh, but uh, she did discuss their child, Leah Desane. Uh She also said that uh, she'd never... Uh, she revealed, by the way, she named Leah after her beloved grandmother. But she also said she'd never wear stereotypical mom clothes. <clears throat> she said you have to be really, truly yourself for your kids. Otherwise, you're living a lie. Uh, she said, uh, tell me one reason why. Just because you're a mother, you need to wear a long skirt. No, I don't no. believe in that. I really don't. And as far as balancing work and motherhood, she takes it as it comes. Uh, she said there is no real challenge. I really believe if you love something, you can prioritize your time. This is incredible stuff. I know. Motherhood is just an addition to your life. You are goddamn gifted. Uh, Sheikh attributes her perspective to her home country of Russia, where, quote, women are the ones who can handle everything. Women can raise the kids. Women can do the job. 
And when she's back, she can cook and clean and do the heavy they work. They can bring home the bacon. Too. And fry it, fry up, in it up in the pan. <laughs> and never, ever let you forget your man. Yes. So Russian women. W-O. <laughs> M-A-N. Got We've 12. got our own cigarettes now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's got 12.3 million followers on Instagram. Wow. And, uh, well, she was a model, obviously. She's a model, yeah, yeah, she's a model. But I, I'm, I'm wondering if she ever posted anything about her relationship with Bradley on, on social media because he is notoriously not on social media. No, no, and he, he tries to keep it close to the best. Yeah, and I was just scrolling through her, her posts, and there, was, there were no photos of him. But uh, yeah. I don't know if she ever... My boyfriend plays a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure what the story is. All right, so let's move on to, uh, oh, let's get another perspective from another hot woman. Oh, yes. Yeah. Find Me- out what they have to deal with because it apparently is very oppressive. It is. And, mm-hmm. and according to Miss Universe uh, winner Olivia Culpo, uh, same thing, Steve. She opened, She took the Instagram Thursday to discuss her current and past mental state. Shut the f*** up! Uh, she said it has been a rough, or it says that it's been a rough year here. It says here that it's been a rough year for Colpo, who split from NFL star Danny Amendola oh. after he was photographed out and about with CBS sports reporter Bianca Peters. On Thursday, she posted two shots of herself, writing, Second photo a few months ago. I was depressed. Just- I had no appetite, was drinking way too much, smoking, couldn't sleep, and couldn't eat. But I was still taking photos on social media and pretending that everything was great. Oh, my God. What a horrifying story. I was going through a difficult situation <laughs> that left me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually <laughs> bankrupt. And it had taken its toll physically. Says you mean here. to tell me she was pretending to be happy on social dying, media? Right, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. I thought everybody was happy on social media. Do you know media. my favorite thing on social media uh, to see is a very attractive woman posting, I'm bored. Uh, right? That yeah. just makes me smile from ear to ear. Yeah. Oh, I'm bored. bored. Shut up! Uh, well, listen, Shut the to, f- up! To, to put this into perspective, so I, I thoroughly believe, yes, yeah, she was probably mentally having some problems, depressed, whatever. There's some issues going on in her We're life. We're depressed just talking about her. But if you add <laughs> on top of that, you can't pay your bills... Yeah. That's, that's even more trouble. How about you're smoking crack in an alleyway? Yeah. Yes. Giving so, handies for crack. <laughs> yeah. I saw a guy in Camden when I was going to the fish concert. He literally had, like, newspapers tied around his feet. Those were his shoes. Yeah, right. right? That's depressing. Yeah. Uh, she goes on to say, the feeling of despair is a relatable one, so I feel a responsibility to... I spent all night crying into my Bentley. To anyone else uh, going through something difficult to say that it's okay to not be okay. Shut up. <laughs> uh, first photo, she says, is from the other day, and I am looking healthier. I have my appetite back, and I'm oh. treating my body correctly. Uh, we're all too familiar with the highlight reel, R-E-E-L, of Instagram. So I wanted to get R-E-A-L. Oh, she's all really right. clever. Yeah. Wow. Can Damn she shut the F up? And tell you that it's not always as amazing as it seems. By the way, are these uh, these um, beauty pageants are completely <laughs> off my radar. Miss Universe, Miss USA. Yeah. Uh, which is the one that Gretchen Carlson handled? Is that Miss... Is that, Miss Universe? I don't know. They've totally changed all the categories in this. They got rid of the swimsuit competition. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's no one's watching these things. Olivia here has 4.2 million followers on Instagram, so I'm sure she can make money just off of... She's an influencer, Preston. 
Jason. So, yeah. I, I don't have any problem with people um, wanting to post messages like this. I, I think that they can right. be healthy, and, and, and you know, if you're going through something like that, that I think that's totally fine. It's when it's juxtaposed with nothing but model shots yeah. that you lose some of the um, the meaning of it, you know, and, and some of the, the seriousness. Oh, I believe that successful people can have real problems. Absolutely, yeah. everybody does, right. uh, no matter what. But you know, maybe use a little. Um, Perspective, yes. Uh, Put it in context. Put yeah. it in context. Think Thanks. about that guy going to the fish yeah. show with uh, newspaper shoes. That's a better way to uh, to put it. Uh, Heidi Klum and Tom Kulitz are married. Kulitz. She's forty five. He's twenty nine. Yeah, boy toy. Uh, public records show they obtained a confidential marriage certificate and made it official in February. TMZ was uh, the first to report this. They went public with their relationship in early. Of 2018. Betty calls her mommy. They got married. (laughs) Yeah. So what is this? Is this the uh, first husband, husband after Seal? She's been married a few times since then, right? I I don't know. How many times is, can you look that up? How many times has Heidi Klum been married? While he's looking that up, uh, Big Little Lies star Nicole Kidman revealed that she fulfilled a lifelong dream of hers with the acquisition of a puppy. She says, my first puppy, actually my first dog. Been waiting my whole life for this. Uh, the 52-year-old star posted, uh, her bold-faced pals were just as excited as she was over the new poodle. Adorable. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Come here, pup. His name is Muffin. <laughs> Steve, she's been married three times. Three this times. Is, this is the third husband. She has four kids, which I didn't I, know. That's Heidi Klum. She's still a um, uh, phenomenal looking woman. But mm-hmm. I, 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 but I think of Heidi Klum now, I think of her famous Halloween costumes. Yes. You know, because that's her big thing. Yeah, you're right. And she she's does, really good at it. She yeah. does really over-the-top movie makeup and stuff, so... <laughs> All right, anyway, back to Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Kathy, oh. are you watching the second season yet, by the way? Uh, yes, I am. I finished it. Well, oh. not finished it. I'm up to date on okay. it. Okay. And is it worth it? Because I only got through half of the first episode. Uh, it's really good. And okay. Meryl Streep is great in it. Okay. Uh, by the way, Isla Fisher commented on uh, on the new poodle writing, so cute. And Katie Couric wrote, cute. Oh, great. Katie Couric thinks it's cute. And country singer Kimberly Schlapman said, you're going to have a friend for life. Did you hear what the Schlapper said about my puppy? Schlapman. <laughs> hey, Schlappy. Hey, Schlappy. 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 All right. Look at the comment from Isla Fisher got 273 likes. Ah, uh, did it really? So cute. Unbelievable. So cute. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. It is so cute. It is a cute dog. Right. What word should I use after so? <laughs> All right. Uh, the Viola Davis drama, How to Get Away with Murder, is getting killed what? after season six, ABC says. Yeah, the uh, Shondaland produced what drama the f- is this? will wrap up with 15 more episodes in the 2019 2020 season. Uh, according to ABC Entertainment president uh, Carrie Burke, uh, said Viola Davis made television history with her unforgettable portrayal of an iconic female antihero, Annalise Keating. I am eternally grateful to her, uh, Pete Nowak and Shondaland, for creating and bringing to life such a smart, sophisticated, and groundbreaking series that has long been an integral par- integral part of Thursday nights on ABC. Now get the hell out of now here. Now we're killing it. Uh, now get the hell out of here. The final season returns on September 26th. Uh, I know a lot of people who... Uh, 
dug that show. I uh, so she was a she's the conceit is she's a like a law professor. She's or, some sort of like maybe a criminal criminology type of professor. Right. First episode was the only one I watched because they was actually it good. Well, they shot it on campus at her sinus college. Oh yeah. And so that's why I was like, "Ooh, I'm very interested in this." And then they didn't shoot anything else in Monco, so <laughs> I stopped watching. You just did. Did you not like the show, or just too much? What? There's really way too thing. many things on TV. Okay. <laughs> uh, who is Storm Reed? Do you know that name? Uh, I think he's a superhero who wor- works at Sky High. No, no, he's been. He's reportedly joined the cast of uh, Suicide Squad. She has. Oh shit! Oh, it's a girl. Oh. Okay, she was. She was the uh, female lead in A Wrinkle in Time. Okay. Uh, that came out last year. All right, oh, so okay. She is joining uh, newbies Idris Elba, John Cena, and David. Uh, whoa. David, what was uh, an Asian actor? No. <laughs> Dest Malkian. Oh. Alongside franchise faves Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, Kinnaman uh, Jai Courtney, uh, and Viola Davis. Uh, James Gunn is directing. Now, Idris so. Elba's in that cast as well. Yeah, I said his name. Oh, okay. He's not playing Deadshot, though. No, oh, that, we was, don't know? that was Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. do we know was who he, he, Will Smith is not back in, uh, and we don't know who he's playing, so that's raising some uh, some interest. Did yeah. you say John Cena? I did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, all right, anyhow. I liked the first movie. I did. Uh, I thought... Um, I liked some of it. I liked the first half of it, and then it became Ghostbusters, all right, so and let, it drove me crazy. Let me ask you then, because you said you didn't, right, Nick? But was it... You didn't like the whole product because I agree with you, Steve. In the beginning, I'm like, this I'm like is they good. got it, this they nailed all, it. Right, here we go. Yeah, yeah I guess and then the setup it, was okay. Yeah, and then when it when it sort of goes off the rails a little bit, like does that then it became a cartoon? Does it take over the like the entire review of the movie? Uh, to, to me, this the movie for, for me, and maybe you'll agree with this, Nick. I, I give it about a two and a half star. You know, like out of ten, the the first part is I think really good. It actually has some of my favorite Batman sequences. Sure, in, in, it's, in those short little sequences, but uh, uh, but the, the the attitude, the graphics, the whole thing, and then it just it once it actually hits its mission and it's off and running, it it sort of stalls for me. Yeah, I, and I I totally understand and agree with your point. I just if for if a second half of a movie disappoints me, I then don't like the entire movie. Mm. Yeah, you know if if I come out of it thinking, man, what that I just didn't enjoy that part, like Independence. Day. The, the whole setup in Independence Day was, was yeah. great, and I loved the buildup. And then the aliens started attacking, and the, for me, the movie fell apart. So I look at that movie Up kind of as yours! <laughs> it's a kind I'm of a joke. Back. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember sitting in the theater, like I'm looking around. And it's like, does anybody think this stinks? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yet it made a whole lot of money. Yes, it, it did. did. Yeah. All right, one last story. Gossip Girl alum Leighton Meester has launched an easy breezy wide leg jumpsuit designed in collaboration with sustainable L.A. label Christy Dawn. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I've been looking for an easy breezy. What is it? Uh, it's an easy breezy <laughs> wide leg jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just can't find <laughs> it. I said you all over it. Wow, look at this thing. She said... Uh, Is it more easy or would you say more breezy? That's kind of breezy. I could see Kathy wearing that. I can't see It's that. the kind of thing you can fart in and not yeah, raise yeah. suspicion. Ow, my leg. Ow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see... Talk, I love, love jumpsuits like one, that. Put the other one up, uh, Nick. I, th- that's more Kathy. Oh, well, that's easy breezy. Yeah, that's you, Kathy. Yep. That yep. is easy and breezy. Yep. It's, uh, 
It's Do you know yeah. we don't see a lot oh, okay. these days, Preston, in high fashion at the trap door? Yeah. Oh, around the butt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it'll come back. But I like that. I would wear that to Eagles games. You could, you know how many racks of ribs you could sneak into a stadium <laughs> with those legs? You mind if I pat down your legs? I'm checking for ribs. <laughs> Rib yeah. vision. Yeah, the legs on this thing are really, really wide. They just have two German shepherds <laughs> just sniff your pants for ribs. The process to go to the bathroom, though, Case. Uh, well, just go down your leg. <laughs> no. See, for me, it would be different because I, all I would have to do is just sort of pull the leg up and, a, and aside. Right, out the slit. Wait, mm-hmm. but Kathy, with an outfit like this, in order for a lady to go to the bathroom, would you have to take the whole thing off? Yeah, yeah. that's what I said one time. I, I wore it to work, and I came back from the bathroom. I said to Marissa, I go, I just had to get naked in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> oh, because it's... But you it, have to so take then, it off. Kathy, then it's not easy. It's simply breezy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right, you're right. Right. Yeah, because that is a... All right, what's the difference? Rompers is shorts, shorts and jumpers is uh, pants. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because my wife had a cute little jumper that she wore to a wedding, and then she literally had strangers, like, helping her. Like, go to the bathroom? <laughs> go to the bathroom. <laughs> Did you see that woman that got thrown off the flight for uh, wearing a, a romper? Yeah. It's it, oh. stupid. I saw the picture of it. It's totally she innocuous. Yeah. She looked totally fine. What, did yeah. they think it was too slutty? Uh, I don't I know what they Also, thought. can you get kicked off a flight for being a slut? Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to cut down on my flying. Like crazy. Slut's yeah. got to fly, too. A lot of people I know who won't be able to fly. We're happy to present Slut Airlines. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, the, uh, let's see, the jumper, the, the, the fit and flare Layton jumper Love it. runs $308 and all proceeds benefit the downtown women's center as well. That's where all the sluts are. Yeah. <laughs> downtown <laughs> women's center. No. As a self-avowed slut, I want to thank Leighton Meester for her efforts. Um, so, actually, no, it's, it's a good-looking outfit. So she's it is, got and she's a, she's a lovely um, gal. It's Friday. Oh, it is Friday. And oh, my goodness. And we got a couple of movies that are opening up, so we're going to highlight those for you in this particular segment and uh, just let you know what you can expect at the theater this weekend. <laughs> Opening this weekend, the movie Crawl. Uh, oh. It's a horror film. This came out of left field. I bet you it's awesome. I really do. I bet you it is a lot of fun. Directed by Alexandre Aja, or Asia, uh, and it stars uh, Kaya Scoldelario. Yeah, which is a skin disease. And Barry Pepper. Uh, and it's a woman and her father are surrounded by giant alligators in the middle of a Category 5 hurricane. So it sounds properly stupid, yeah. and yet it's the reviews are really good for it. Rated R, hour and 20 minutes long. Rotten Tomatoes does not have a score for it yet. Uh, and then the only other movie, movie opening this weekend is Stuber. Uh, and it is an action comedy directed by Michael Dowes, and it uh, stars uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Bautista, as well as Mira Servino, Garen Gillian, and a few others. Karen Gillan. Uh, a it's about a cop who recruits an Uber driver to help him catch a heroin dealer. Rated R, hour and thirty three minutes long. Score so far is forty four percent. We are now ready to roll the clips for you. Jet features a world class thief who was just released from prison, who is ultimately forced back into using her skills to help dangerous criminals. And in this clip, uh, Carla Gagino discusses why playing a female criminal is so unique. Here we go. I think that we still, even though there are so many great, great roles for women in television in particular, the female antihero 
is still, you know, we still allow men to be kind of enigmatic and we, we're not sure we like them, but we're right. compelled by them. Mm -hmm. Whereas the woman, we feel like we should understand right away. I want to see you naked. Mm -hmm. uh, Sin City was on yesterday and I tuned in right at the scene where she's topless and... She's great. She's, she's, she's awesome. so good. She's beautiful. Kathy's I mean, co-star. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. The mighty that movie you played a hooker. No. No, she wasn't uh, a hooker in that movie. Flight attendant. Different movie. I was never a hooker, by the way. <laughs> just, she didn't get that role, I by the way. Yes, yeah. I tried out for it, but they said I was not believable. Your uh, hooker was uh, going to be a flight attendant for Slut Airlines. <laughs> Jet is on tonight, 10 o'clock on Cinemax. Let's hit the next one. One year after Agent Coulson's death, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has brought back Clark Gregg to play a new character, Sarge, who has a striking resemblance to Coulson. And here Clark explains why Coulson was so popular. Fans connected with him. He's the guy like them, the kind of normal person amongst all these super skilled, super powered individuals. And I don't think anybody, myself included, could have predicted how much... That was necessary, how much it was important to have an avatar, someone kind of making jokes about it, but really fanboying and psyched to be there. Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be on tonight, 8 o'clock, and that is on ABC. And there you go, folks. That's what I got for you. Uh, there we go. All right. Mm -hmm. We're off and running. We have several things happening around 8 o'clock. We're going to tell you uh, the Stones song to listen for today and the hour to listen uh, for it and your chance to win tickets to see the Stones as well as uh, on vinyl, the new Greatest Hits album. Ricky Metallico is stopping by today. He'll be here in about an hour or so. Ari Spears is in town to perform at uh, Punchline, so he's popping in. And uh, the lovely ladies, Delilahs, are going to be here, too. It's a wonderful Friday. Diamond G-String Award is next week. I want to give away a case of Yards Pink right now. Call number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. Pink is a sparkling tart beer ale. You can grab a case of Pink Cans at Yards Brewery at Fifth and Spring Garden. Or at Ulysses American Gastropub in Wilmington, Delaware. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. News. Disturbed. The Raconteurs. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I want to do a butt plug and a shart out. Wow, you're just jamming it all in there. I am just trying to, just you got to ram them in there. Oh, and I found what I was looking for, too. All you right. saw me, obviously. Yeah, you look looking, flustered, yeah. I, looking for a story, I found it. All right, real quick, says, uh, hey guys, Keith. Um, Is this Mark, a butt plug or a shart out? Butt plug, sorry. Okay. Uh, Keith, I'm the market manager for Sly Fox Brewery, also creator of your Bucks Co. Sounder. He's the guy who did the Bucks Co. Yes, he's excellent. Uh, I said, was hoping, was hoping for a mention of our fundraiser event on Tuesday night at Upper Beer Garden for Alex's Lemonade Stamp. Oh, that's a good cause. And a portion of the proceeds from the night are going to go to the foundation. And for that, Uptown deserves a huge, uh, voluptuous shard. Uh, thanks, guys. And I hope to work together with you in the future. So that's from Keith Maynard, the Philadelphia area market manager for Sly Fox Brewing Company and creator of the Busco Sounder. So there's the plug of the butt and the shark for you. And then I got this one. This is this is great. This is a follow up story, and it's uh, from a friend who who writes in all the time and gets us some some pretty cool information. His real name is Harry Wood. Harry Wood. Yeah, you know, we've I've mentioned him before. No well, but he says, "Hey, I just want to give." You a huge thank out, a uh, huge thank you. I'm sorry for changing my life. What? 
About a year ago, I and five other brave souls entered the hallowed halls of WMMR to bite the proverbial bullet and get our heads shaved live on the air. These were the balding guys. Oh, the intervention that we did. Who were hanging on to, you know, the, the that hair around yeah. their head. And we're like, dude, just shave it off. You're going to look better with a shaved head. It was literally a comb over intervention. And he said, it was about a year ago, uh, to get the shaved on the head. And I can't speak for the other guys, but I honestly believe this was the best decision I've ever made oh my in yeah. my life. He said, I was going through a severe rut in my life. And visiting your show and getting the shave changed everything. Not long after my studio visit, I nailed a huge job interview at the University of Pennsylvania and am now pursuing a career that I enjoy. I also got more lucky in terms of dating and am beyond pleased to announce that I'm getting married as of this week. Wow. What's your name? (laughs) I love the way you look. He said, in many ways, I want to thank you for helping me get a new leg up on life and giving me confidence (laughs) to pursue and achieve my goals. I still regularly embrace and maintain the bald look. That's sensational. I know I'm throwing a ton of praise your way, but I want to say thank you for everything. If at all possible, could you please send a juicy collection of shards to my soon-be wife, Aria, and my soon-to-be stepdaughters, Naomi and Maddie? And uh, they all know that I love your show and that I quote you guys regularly. Naomi and Maddie love it when I do an impression of Steve. Naomi and Maddie love it when I do an impression of Steve's bachelor impression and saying, I love you. I love you. In that fashion. And it also helps that uh, both girls love poop jokes. Oh, yeah, it does help. Uh, If you could uh, get those shart outs uh, when you can, it will be greatly appreciated. Thank you kindly and rage on. I love you. Okay, we're going to give him a Cadillac service on this one. Perry, Oh, Cadillac service. Go ahead. Fire it up if you want those. So how about that, man? A year later, and and he stuck with it, and his life turned around. So maybe that's a little, a little incentive for you that's still been hanging on to that hair where you shave that mother. If it's just re, if if it's receded way way back, and you're hanging on, try the shaved root. It may be a whole revelation for you, like it is for Harry. Harry's getting married, he got a job, all this because he got a shaved head. I love it. I just watched a guy at uh, a barber shop get his hair cut, and they washed it, and then they dried it with a hair dryer and everything, and there was, like, nothing there. Like, I'm like, this guy is... And it's not cheap at this place that I take Jace to. And I'm like, this guy is... Wasting his money right now. Like, just take it off. Take it off. How to keep yourself from just going over and going, knock it off. Yeah, exactly. You got a dead rat on your head. Well, and and sometimes it can be an issue in the in in the world of love. Uh, you know, because sometimes it's not a very flattering look. And there are other things that can be that way. And I reference this. Because Kathy had sent us a video that made the rounds uh, the other day. We didn't get a chance to touch on it yesterday, but there's video of a guy in a Long Island bagel shop. Uh, it's turned into a viral rant, and it actually it was a fight at the end, but uh, the guy goes on about being short. He's five feet tall. I mean, he's super tiny. Yeah, he's a, he's a little guy, uh, and uh, he, he goes on. In fact, we have the clip. Yeah. I'm going to play a little bit of it, and I, I wasn't sure what to think about this because... The, I'm always suspicious. The girls that are taking the video... What, you think it's fake? Yeah, oh, yeah I, th- I think, well, play, I mean, play the a, audio. There's a fight. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, um, I, I think... 
if the girls had insulted him first, yeah. uh, then I would kind of be on his side. But if he was just being a d bag, then and I, where the, where the video starts, you don't you, you don't, don't know. know you don't know it's already underway. So here is him uh, going crazy. Here we go. You're great women. Why is that okay? It's a great okay for women to say, "Oh, you're five feet on dating sites. You should be dead." That's okay. Well, that's you here. Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that up? Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. He's just a little guy. <laughs> uh, so they they said he was being disrespectful uh, before this video took place. He was saying degrading things or something yeah. like that. Oh, no doubt he's a dick. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's then there's one of him now at a 7-Eleven. Oh, really? And, and then I was reading the New York Post has an article about him. And he does actually live, from what they can say, Preston, like out of a van. He is basically Matt Foley. Uh, but uh, but he also has a YouTube channel where he has lots of videos like this up. Mm-hmm. So that's, like this uh, stuff where he's agitating, yeah, oh, like out, really? like at a library and stuff like that. Oh, is, he, is he doing the filming or somebody else? There's always him? someone else filming. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, always okay. someone else filming. Yeah. Uh, actually, sometimes he's holding it though. I, sh- I shouldn't say every time, but there's about. I mean, I'm looking at the page here. There's a lot of videos, mm. ton of videos. Okay, oh. but uh, but that said, he he clearly on this issue. I have no doubt that he is, because um, he's he goes into these places and a lot of times, like at the Seven uh, Eleven, the guys behind the counter, uh, maybe somebody said asked him how tall he was, and and that could have honestly set him off. <laughs> Why would you ever say that to somebody though who's short? I think he's actually he's a little he's adorable, and you just want uh, you just want to hug. At Jesus. least a guy, like maybe you could get away asking a female how tall she is, but don't ask a short guy how tall he is. Well, I saw this video uh, on Wednesday because uh, Joe Pesci was trending, and so people were likening this guy to Joe Pesci. Oh, that's a perfect analogy. And, and, yeah. I, and I thought, uh, uh, sadly, when I saw Joe Pesci was trending, that Joe Pesci had died or gotten oh. sick or something like that. So I clicked on it, and, and, and then it was this guy. Um, but is Joe Pesci the most? Maybe Joe Pesci and Danny DeVito Danny the most DeVito. successful short. Actors, I'd say Danny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because he's he's even shorter than Pesci. He's yeah. he is be. so little, he's really tiny. Yeah. yeah. But it's so you know, obviously Joe Pesci's super uh, um, huge. No, and a, no but a, and a ladies' man too. Like I don't know if the if Joe Pesci was ever not a ladies' man despite his stature. Do you know who nailed tons of Hollywood starlets? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was super perfect, short perfect and example. nailed all sorts of women. Yeah. David Spade. David Spade does really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, how important, uh, and listen, I'm sure for a lot of people, uh, height is important. I, I knew someone who wouldn't date anybody under six six feet. Um but if there's a really attractive guy who's 5'2", it's not does, this, it's does not that matter? It's not their height. It's the length of the penis. Right. It's what, it is. <laughs> right, it's what right, your right. mother told sure, you. Sure, I think You're it like, matters yeah. for a lot of women. Yeah. Some, a lot of women don't want to be taller than uh, you know the person they're dating or they're sure. married to. I mean, there are certainly women who don't care, but... Do you think it's that so... But I know that... I, I'm wondering if it is relative or in line with, because this guy... Is this is clearly something? Or I guess he's on dating sites or whatever the story is, or whether whether this is just something that he's created. But I know this is probably true for some people. They go, they have a chip on their shoulder because of it. I knew two guys over the course of my working life who were both had raging Napoleonic complexes. I could give two s's about their how tall they were. I try to judge, take people on a case per case basis. I never thought being short was something that was. Oh my God! This person is small. 
I don't know if I believe in the Napoleonic complex or not. I do. I do use the term from time to time because I think that person just might be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, huh. because we know plenty of people that are small in stature but are the nicest guys. Absolutely. In the world. Ryan, who works around here, is not a very tall guy. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Right. So it just might be that you're just a dick. Yeah. You know. I don't and you know. would have been the same D if you were tall or small. Maybe. Right. I, I don't know. The, gu- the guy that I knew... You'd just be a bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess maybe I believe in it a little bit because the guy that I knew was so angry because people picked on him because of his size. Was he really being picked on, do you think, or was 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 he... I don't know. This I, th- is I think sometimes it's fostered by people become self-conscious, and I can certainly understand that. I, all I know is I that... I mean, the elephant man always brought it up first. <laughs> right. You're looking at the face, aren't you? <laughs> I'll, I'll You're looking you. at the head. Slash. Say what you're thinking and give me my goddamn bagels. <laughs> this guy and this attitude, uh, this guy's attitude were so poor and so angry that it left an indelible mark on me. You know, and, and so the guy that I knew in college was just an angry, mean person. Was he terrorizing you because he was always angry? Me, yeah. uh, but I wasn't alone in that camp, you know, and it was just, he, I, 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 I want to call him out now, but I don't want to be, I don't want to give him any Yeah, attention. who is this? <laughs> oh, Nick. With the ponytail. <laughs> I have a friend who's tall, and she worked for a short guy. And uh, the guy actually wrote in one of her reviews that she couldn't wear heels to work. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if Come he was joking on. or if he was for real, but he didn't like when she had heels on because it made her even taller and obviously made him look shorter. You remember in a hard day's night, Preston, the, uh, the uh, managers? They stopped being yeah. taller than me. Yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. had a real yeah. complex. I uh, yeah, I, I can't recall that from, from a guy's perspective, and I'm I'm a tall person, but but if a girl were taller than me, I don't think that would be a turnoff necessarily. I've never height has never been a requirement in my no. Being attracted I've been attracted to tall women. My wife is sort of shorter, yeah, and and, and I and I love it. Yeah, yeah. Casey. Yeah, I don't I don't like tall chicks. I, okay. I mean, yeah, I just uh, um, I'm just. I'm not attracted. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, it's I, too much work to climb up there. Being tall, though, it is odd when I see uh, someone who is my height or taller and is female. When the Delilah's girls first walked in, they were, I was eye level, and then I finally looked down. And I'm like, oh, they're wearing these gigantic heels. <laughs> uh, but it was it was odd for just a moment or two. Uh, but sometimes you get a um, you get a really tall girl, and I, I don't find it. I don't know Rochelle's five ten, so you know Mark Wahlberg. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, everyone thinks Schwarzenegger's tall. He's just six feet. Yeah. Um. Who, who else would be in that in that yeah. list? Tom Cruise. These are all Tom these Cruise are all smaller people. All yeah. of those guys are shorter than Napoleon. Napoleon was five seven. Really? Yeah. He was on France's basketball team. <laughs> he was their center. What? Preston Casey. Yeah, Napoleon was about your height. All right. Now I'm five eight. <laughs> <laughs> Louis the Fourteenth. Was shorter than Napoleon. He was five five. Adolf Hitler was five nine. Joan of Arc was. They five, called two. him Stretch. Joan yeah. of Arc was tiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was five two. But uh, I wonder. Patton where was four eight. Napoleonic complex really had nothing to do with his height. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know Patton was four eight. People, four, people were generally shorter back then. Anyway, right? Yeah. When you yeah. stick your hand into a pile of goo that a minute before was your best friend's face, then you'll know how to fight, and it'll be my honor to serve with every one of you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go to some calls. Uh, I have um, <laughs> Joe V, who is on the line. Hey, Joe, how you doing? What's up, guys? Hey, man, the quote on my screen here says, I'm a short guy and I'm a dick. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it, really? Yeah, yeah, I got my balls broken my whole life. My no kidding. My grandfather was short. 
Uh, you know, it's just... So, so Joe... Are, just mad. I guess I'm just mad at the world. Well, Joe, are, oh, are people... Get, listen, uh, and, and you're being very honest. Do, do maybe We don't know. Do people... Are people very rude or presumptuous and say say stuff to you all the time? Uh, well, if, if I get into a little scuffle with somebody, they do. Like, like before it happens, it's... How, how tall are you? You know, like... Are they using it when you're already in starting to go into a fight, or is it something that they say that starts a fight? Uh, I think I, it's, it's just when somebody approaches me, if they're already mad that I'm, I'm short. <laughs> I just don't get that. I don't. I why don't would you be mad at someone for being short? Joe, just for perspective, what is your height? Uh, I'm 5'5". Five, five. You're 5'5"? Five, five. Yes. That's not bad. It's not no. even that sh- You're not even that short. No, you're like you're Napoleon's height. You're, you're McGrogan height. Yeah, but I keep getting shorter every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting shorter. You all do. I've what? lost an inch and a half easily on my really? height. Really? Yeah, yeah. I used to be almost yeah. just under 6'3", and I'm probably just no over way. six foot now, yeah. I, years ago, I was 6'10". I was 6'10". like 5'7", or 5'9", something like that. Yeah, okay. I'm 5'7", I'm and I was always considered short. In fact, I think... Going... I don't consider you short. Well, when I was... He stood in a phone book one time when we took a group picture, remember? <laughs> <laughs> he because did. Because you were on heels! Come on! Oh, the angry short guy. Here he is. Here comes the attitude. Uh, uh, no, but when I was... We have a bagel order up. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that I was the smallest kid in my eighth grade class, like smaller than than the girls and everything. So when I was going into wow. high school, I was like 4'11". There's such an awkward time, yeah. and it happens when, and it's legendary, mm-hmm. when the yeah. girls grow first, yeah, and then the boys catch up, usually, and, and exceed that. But, but the, uh, the only time I ever really had a like an actual complex about my height was just in sports, right? So, like, I didn't play football in high school because, you know, the guy who sat behind me in history class was 6'3". Yeah. I'm like, I'm not playing football against people like that. Uh, Joe, well, my wife doesn't seem to mind that my my height. My first wife was about three inches taller than me, so it kind of looked weird in, in uh, yeah. pictures. But uh, you know, but you got a good woman now, and everything's good, right? Yeah, she still hates me. Though. <laughs> she still hates Joe. you, but it's good. Stop yeah. being a jerk. Yeah, yeah Joe, you're, you're you're fine. You don't have to worry. You're, you're, you're five five is not that short. Yeah, you're. Uh, all right. You know. Thanks, Joe. Thank <laughs> I don't think we sold him. I think he's still upset. I, some people, I, I think it may just. It, it, a complex of sorts. You just, yeah. it's, you're more hyper aware of it than other people might be. And I, you think I, listen, other people care and they don't. It, yeah. Yeah. It, that's exactly it, Kathy. <laughs> you're the one who draws attention to it the most uh, because you're so aware of it. And so, and so. Yeah. And if you do encounter somebody that has an issue with it, then you try to remind, see if you can remind yourself that they've got the problem, not you. And I know that's probably hard to do in the moment, but. Um. Yeah, that would uh, that would suck if it bugged you all the time like that. You, you extend an olive branch if so. If you're short and someone comes up to you and they come up to you in an aggressive way, you extend the olive branch by saying your mother's a whore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, and by the way, it's just a, a note to people: if if you meet some someone and, and it's your first encounter with them, and there's something obvious about them: they're tall, they're short, whatever it may be. Don't say something obvious. They've heard it already. Right. Wow, that's an incredibly big nose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nose is huge. Hey, your eyes are very far apart. But nice to meet you. Tall girls all the time get, wow, you're tall. Yeah. You know, shut no up. No kidding. They yeah, know. Really? Wow. Yeah. What what an astute observation. Growing up, we had her on the, sh- the show. It. Julie Newmar was six one. She played Catwoman. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, but, and she, she, what what makes me sad is when you see tall women who hunch over or, or like you know yeah. because they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so just, yeah, yeah. At the same time. yeah. 
It just you shouldn't have to contort your body because you feel that yeah yeah you know that that weird yeah I'm gonna go to a couple other calls I'm gonna go to Joe M now hey Joe good morning guys it's a crime to pay more than <laughs> very it's good. a crime what's up Joe uh yo so first I want to say one quick thing first I am five nine and it's a completely average height but my wedding party everybody in it is like six three and higher so I'm gonna look like this tiny guy in all the pictures yeah and it is like it drives me nuts that they're all so much taller than me but I'm kind of an average height, but I had a buddy growing up in like in college. He was um, he was like five two, maybe five three or something, and like nobody really like uh, nobody really likes anything except for the people that did. So it's like most people don't care, but the people that do are like relentless. Yeah, and it's definitely on him, and it started affecting him, and he became very reactive to like every comment, and he was always uh, very defensive and was quick to kind of argue. And like the last guy was saying that he would he was saying like somebody would bring it up after he got into a fight. Well, people would bring it up before he got into a fight, but then he was quick to get into fights because of that. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I, so what, created Joe, maybe it's a case of, of people meeting halfway, like as Preston said, it's not the first thing you bring up when you see a guy who's particularly short. You know, but I, I see a lot of people, a lot of people that you mentioned, Preston, carry themselves in a way. I mean, no one... You, you always Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that guy's so short. No, because he carries himself so he stays in shape. Yeah, you know, there's there's things you can do, and, and not, not that you even have to do anything to correct it. There's nothing no. to correct. Right. You are what you are. Well, let me ask you something. If it's if it's more like a complimentary thing, you're so short. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm just talking about uh, like you know the the initial appearance. Like if somebody has like strikingly blue eyes or something like that, right? Or, or like just a wonderful smile. You have a wonderful shortness. <laughs> no, what, how would well, you compliment that? Flattering attribute. Yeah. Right. Yes, right. Yeah. So, Your wow. nose is huge. <laughs> Think of all the air you get. <laughs> you breathe so much better than we do <laughs> with your huge flared nostrils. Uh-huh. And if they have to do any brain work on you, they can just reach up with their full arm. <laughs> Because your nose is so wide and huge. I really envy you. Uh, but if, With your eyes so far apart, it makes must make it easy to see things coming at you from the side. If you're into tall things, <laughs> you know, maybe that is a compliment. Well, aren't you a tall thing? <laughs> I'm going to go. People don't, know, people don't know how to be diplomatic. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Michaela, who is tall. Hi, Michaela. Good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Michaela? Um, so I'm 5'10", and my prom date, who was my boyfriend at the time, was 5'6", and they took these, like, two different shots, and one was a waist-up photo, and they put him on a stool. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, all my friends were cheering. It was, it was funny. Michaela, have you, did you ever, in your, in your dating life, ever have a guy who, who just wouldn't date you because you were taller? Um... Uh, not that they wouldn't date me, but maybe just didn't approach me. But we had no, I mean, we dated for like a year and a half, and we he was a great guy. So there you go. It didn't really matter. <laughs> so, so height is not a consideration for you when talking yeah, well, about. My husband now is 6'3", so now mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It works out that way. All right, thanks, Michaela. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. I wonder if you are a uh, an African-American man over the a height of 6'2", how many times you have heard, do you play basketball? Yeah. Mm. I used to get it just being six three and Caucasian. Yeah, you know, you I used to get are you an African American man? Right. And I was like, what? no. Why are you I'm, asking me that? Now what? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go next to Paul. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, 
Hey, I could I could chime in on this. I'm six six, two twenty five. I was a bouncer for years, mm-hmm. and men of lesser stature with dark hair mm-hmm. always wanted to go with me. They always wanted to tangle with me. Oh, I thought you meant like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not go with you. No, not that way. Hey, <laughs> they, they'd always they they were the first ones. <laughs> What time oh, you, you get off? <laughs> you went there. <laughs> All right, so so um, they'd always want to start something with you. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Okay. What are you Nordic? They, they would come up and like look at me like, yo, I could take you. I'm like, well, why? Why do you oh, want to? On. But that that to me want? is what the classic, uh, what we understand the Napoleonic <laughs> complex to be about. That, that's exactly what it is. It's, I call it the Hitler complex. All right, so so let me ask you: the average height of the guy who would most be inclined to throw down with you for no reason at all was what? How tall? Uh, between five and five six, somewhere in that area. Between five wow. feet tall and five six. Yeah, I'm okay. like, you, you what did I say? Why do you want to fight me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's just a little guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think that's the that's the typical person with the chip on their shoulder. It is know? a chip on their shoulder. Something yeah. to prove. Um, and at that height, it's very easy to reach that chip. Let me go to Martin, who wants to give us. Martin wants to give us some some uh, good things about being smaller. There we uh, go, height wise. Hey, Martin. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Hey. So, um, you know, growing up through elementary school, it was always sit on the midget game. Everyone's <laughs> trying to chase me, uh, but it was always a great time. It was always great laughs. I can take a joke. It was always humorous and everything like that. I'm five four right now. And it's just been a blessing to just enjoy everybody. And I still get made fun of every day. And Do you? Oh. Do just people randomly say things and insult you and make fun of you? Uh, kind of sometimes. It's more of, hey, how tall are you? You know, I don't mind it. You know, it's just. Something is just okay. It's so this is. Hang on, Martin. So this is. We heard from the video that this kind of d baggy guy yeah. that made this video, but it started the conversation. Same thing. Couple of callers of people saying the "How tall are you?" Yeah. People will just ask that. You don't ask that. No. I, I, look at you, you little freak. How tall are you? God, you know you're I mean? almost. Well, I mean, you're not even I, human. I, I don't get the whole little freak thing, but I mean, I called in uh, a little while ago about my uncle with a tooth hitting me in the head. That was me being short in that whole situation. You know, so there's pros and cons to things, but for the most part, me being short, I love it. Let me ask you, okay. do, do, do you find women who really respond positively to your uh, stature? Do, I mean, because I know, talk about David Spade, he's sort of, not obviously he's a celebrity and people know he has a lot of money, but he works it. Can you work, do you work your height to your advantage? Of course. I mean, it's all with my humor. Okay. You know, you know, that's really what I got for me. Do you ever and ask for a kid's menu? I have before, and I've actually gotten it. <laughs> See, if you, if you have some fun with it, uh-huh. I think that's an idea. If you have some self-confidence, Thanks, it'll work in your favor. I mean, that's how people like Tom Cruise and these yeah. people who are smaller in statue mm-hmm. made it all the way to where they are. Meanwhile, we're giving advice to, you know, short people or tall people, but every time Dave McGrogan walks in here, Casey plays that mm-hmm. It's Casey, because he's shorter than Casey. Because I'm not taller than many people, okay? Yeah, yes. it's, so it's as simple as You that. always have to have your one person you're taller than. <laughs> Are you taller than uh, Kevin Hart? Yeah, oh, you yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, there's another is. look at that he's guy. Little guy. Uh, one of the funniest McGrogan moments, though, ever. I think we have gotten these promotional <laughs> items. I think it might have been for Puss it and was Boots. For Puss and Boots, <laughs> and there were these tiny little leather boots. 
<laughs> and Casey held on to those for the next time. By the way, Dave owns uh, Kildare's and, and uh, Harvest. And Harvest. Uh, so he's a longtime client in front of the radio station. We're allowed to make fun of him. Yes, we can make fun of him. It's, it's the rhino way. Anyhow, uh, so uh, Casey held on to those little boots forever until he came in and we presented them to him on air. That was pretty funny. Let's talk to the shortest person in our world, Marissa. Uh, my only advice when you approach a short person and you're talking to them in a real conversation, don't lean over like a school teacher leans <laughs> over to a what? kindergartner. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> or a lot of people, um, I sit at a desk back here in the production studio and people will actually like come down on their knees and like sit next to me. And I'm like that. D- no, just stand like a normal person. Marissa, are you offended when someone lifts you under your armpits and puts you on the edge of a table? <laughs> But in the booster seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I don't do the lean. Sometimes I can't hear you way up here, though. Yeah. And also, your yeah. D is right in front of her face. Like, so, like, I, I listen. Courtesy. When, when, when we're doing pictures, one thing I'm aware of, because Marissa stands next to me yeah. generally when we do photos, is whether or not I've trimmed my nose hairs or not. Because <laughs> she can, she, I, you see them all the time yep. from that perspective, right? I do. I yeah. mean, I look up. If I'm talking yeah. to you, we're in a good conversational stance. Mm-hmm. I'm looking you can see the bats nose. in the cave, Preston. I know. Yeah. You probably see them all the time on everybody. Oh. Yeah, I try not to look anymore. All right, <laughs> good. All right. Anyhow, I thought it was interesting, and I was curious what the perspective of uh, of people who are not so tall and the taller ladies, because there's still that thing about you know a guy being shorter than a girl. It's just, and it's it's since the beginning of time. Yep. But now, uh, fortunately for people of that stature, I think social media can maybe put you together with people who don't mind that. You can kind of weed through. And people are very nurturing on social media. Oh, of course. Yeah. They They'll are, help you yes. through your problems. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We have the ladies of Delilah's who are on our hottie cam as we speak. They have their 16th annual Diamond G-String Award hosted by rapper, singer, and songwriter Justina Valentine. Five teams competing for the title, and it is next Wednesday, July 17th. Uh, so take a look at our hottie cam. They're doing a phenomenal job. Yes, they are. See if you can guess how tall they are. We have Victoria, Nina, and Val who are on the hottie cam. We're going to take a break. We're going to give away a case of beer. Got Yards Pink, caller number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. You can get yours at a case of pink cans at Yards Brewery at 5th and Spring Garden or at Frank's Wines in Wilmington, Delaware. We'll be back in just a moment with the beat file. For 50 plus years, MMR has owned the Stones. And now, now, you can own the Stones with a free pair of tickets. Listen to Win Your Way In to see the Rolling Stones July 23rd in Philadelphia. Tune in at 8 a.m. when Preston and Steve reveal the winning Stone song of the day and the hour it will play. Listen for MMR to play it from a vinyl copy of Honk, their new greatest hits album. 25th caller picks up the record and two tickets to see the Rolling Stones. When we spin, you win. Only from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick, before we get to the beef file, I want to do a shard-out, and this comes with some controversy. Uh-oh. Uh, this is a handwritten note from a guy that I think in turn Ben ran into in the hallway, mm-hmm. and it was a shard-out from Dave from North Philly, <laughs> came to pick up a prize and said that Nick couldn't be nicer, and he says his new nickname is King Nick. And uh, as I saw this note yesterday, Casey was like, wait a minute. It wasn't Nick. It wasn't Nick. Yeah. In fact, uh, Dave and I, uh, we passed each other in the parking lot, and he goes, Nick? 
And I go, no. He goes, oh. so oh. you're nice. Yeah. yeah. He goes, oh, Casey. Casey boy. Oh, man, I listen to you guys all the time. And, you know, I think he's a security guard at uh, Temple. So it's a case of mistaken identity. Though yeah. I do know that both you and Nick are nice. Yeah, but I, but I you literally. you were the nice one in this situation. I literally. Literally. Uh, gave him the shirt off of my back. So I was wearing the uh, Preston and Steve. I want you to see my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, this is Dave, the security guy? Yeah. I give him a handy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, but then, then Nick is the nicest He's of the nice. guys. Yeah. yeah. And he used That's the nice, shirt. Yeah. yeah, he used the shirt to clean up. But I, uh, I tongued I was, his marimbas. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, wearing the Preston and Steve. I, what about blood the dry shirt? No, it was the um, campaign shirt. You know, Preston and Steve, 2016. Oh wow, great yeah. job. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, so he uh, he was like, oh, man, I love that shirt. I want that shirt. And I said, well, you can have this one. That's really cool. Great job. And <laughs> I was, you know, I'm a few sizes too big. But I was like, I'm like this is going to be big on you. What do you think of my nipples? You know? <laughs> well, so who gets the shirt? Can you both get the shirt? Well, Dave gets the shirt. Can no, you... Dave Dave is giving you a shirt. Oh, I get a shirt? Yeah. Well, I, okay. All right. That's yeah. for you, Casey, for being nice. He well, requested then, that for you. Yeah, Mike Bashar for taking uh, him into the bathroom. Yeah, and, and yeah. massaging his genitals. Uh, real quick, I want to mention <laughs> this, and then we got it. Uh, we, we have a, uh, a cast member who wants to jump on here real quick, but uh, there's a new Daily Rush video out, and the title of it is Casey Comes Out. Wow. Yeah, but the description says Casey finally <laughs> reveals he's a spicy chicken guy. <laughs> I um, I was, think I was very courageous that day. Yeah, I think so. Casey. It took a lot. We're, we're all very proud of you. It reminded me of the movie Philadelphia. Uh, and it is now available at PrestonSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and the bar uh, and bar. And the guy who brings you these videos, Nick Murphy. Hey! Hey! Pop on the mic this morning. What's up, dude? Great. I'm doing great, by the way, guys. Uh, I yeah, am really glad I didn't. No, ask no, you. totally. I'm <laughs> just really excited. No, I'm really excited about this event. How are you? Up. Yeah, I'm great. Oh, good. Uh, it's cloudy, about 76. <laughs> dude, I've been here with you guys for 10 years, and I still yeah. get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I have an event coming up. Hello, that's hey, awesome. That's amazing. Um, so outside of the show, I do a gaming um, YouTube show called Continue, and we very popular, be... by the way. Yeah, well worth checking out. We're doing all right, thank you. Which, yeah. by the way, I, if I were to ever, so when you're not in your own environment, if I were to be on your show, I'd be nervous on your show. Oh yeah, you would be really nervous. We'd Absolutely, be, we'd be real rough on you. They cut you <laughs> off. Well, I mean, just you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. totally. You're a different environment. There's yeah. a different flow, and you're trying to interject yourself. Into Look at this. the hair in this guy's nose. <laughs> Marissa, you can speak to that. All right, anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's cool. Uh, so we're going to be guests at this uh, gaming convention coming up. I wanted to jump on now because it's uh, while we're on vacation. Uh, July 26th to the 28th, uh, continue. My web show is going to be at New Jersey GamerCon. It's at the Crown Plaza in Cherry Hill. It's going to be awesome. Okay, that, so that's a great location. It's where Monster yes. Mania takes place. Yep. Uh, I just might head on over there. Yeah, I think uh, you'd have a great time, Steve. Uh, yeah, especially there's a whole bunch of really cool stuff happening uh, with gaming. And, and you guys you guys are, are you know, uh, Citizen Kane level uh, with what you know and what you yeah. do. But, yeah, I'd, I'd love to check that out. That's really cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. They're going to have uh, – we're going to do a panel where we're going to play games with people, give away prizes. They have uh, – You're all funny and, and great personalities. It'll be, it'll be a blast. It'll yeah. be – Pretty enjoyable. I can guarantee that. So um, if people want to get uh, tickets or just be yeah, aware? I, I sent a link over to Marissa. She's putting it on the website currently, and uh, you can get tickets over there. Will, cheap. Um, will your son Desmond be on the panel? Because he's been on the show quite a bit. He has been on the show <laughs> recently. He's, he's uh, 
I think he might replace one of us pretty soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's better than we are. All right. uh, but yeah, he's going to be there. I think we're going cool. to. He's going to come up one day, and we're going to have a blast. He's excited to see. You know, they're going to have like cosplay, so they'll have. I'm sure he'll love seeing a stormtrooper in real life, and right. it'll be. Oh, a blast. It's always super hot stormtrooper and super <laughs> hot Pikachu, and yeah, yeah, so usually the case. With yeah, the it'll be cool. And I think they have like tournaments. So if you're into Fortnite or you know Smash Brothers or something like that, they have that, and you can probably win prizes and stuff. It should be cool. a really good time. Awesome. And you were going to mention prizes before I interrupt you, do? Uh, yeah, I think it's real cheap. I think for the whole weekend, it's like thirty-eight bucks. Okay, you can't can't no, beat that price. Cool. At all. Yeah, Love it. Really awesome. Excellent. Well, all right. Well, enjoy, man. Should Thank be a lot of fun. Guys. No problem. Appreciate I give it. you a B plus. Nick Murphy, B plus. Yay! Great job. Door. All right, let's do <laughs> let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file. Brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters. Why take a chance with anybody else? This wild video that popped up. It's mm. on the news this morning. U.S. Coast Guard Cutter Monroe crew members recently uh, interdicted. Is that a word? Yes, interdict. Interdicted a suspected drug There's smuggling. There's intervaginas and inter... No, you yeah. <laughs> a, a suspected drug smuggling self-propelled semi-submersible vessel, like a tiny submarine. And one of the Coast Guardsmen actually, ju- two of them actually, jumped onto the moving vessel and started banging on the hatch so whomever went inside would open up. So they're riding up next to this thing going, you know, at full yeah. speed. And this dude jumps off the boat onto the submarine. And, he, and he's, he's, he's like, he's yelling at you, barking out, come in. These guys are like John McClane level yeah, badasses yeah. jumping on this thing. It's amazing. And if you fall off of that thing, there's a prop behind that yeah. vehicle that could cut you all up. So... Uh, purpose-built smuggling vessels like these are designed to hold large quantities of contraband while evading detection by law enforcement authorities. Was anybody inside that thing? Because it says it yes. Was, uh, because it says it was a self-propelled uh, semi-submersible. So I wasn't being towed. I think is what they what they mean by that. But the because okay. um, sometimes they'll tow them hidden behind that oh, behind. Because that what, makes sense. The footage that I saw was when they, they when it opened up, a guy's hands no were up. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How, how big is this thing? It's uh, not it's, very big. It's like the size of like a Zodiac Like boat. a mini sub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Small. Okay. yeah. All right. Uh, police officers in Guthrie, Oklahoma, who thought they were carrying out a routine stop of a car whose tag had expired, came across rather unusual stash. Stephen Jennings was driving with Rachel Rivera in the passenger seat of the stolen Ford vehicle when they were stopped. Officers found there was another passenger in the car, a timber rattlesnake. Oh, wow. Body cam footage, and that's, it gets weirder. Listen to this. So body cam footage shows one officer spotting the serpent in the storage box in the back seat and exclaiming, that sucker is huge. That <laughs> sucker is huge. Uh, Jennings admitted to police that he also had a pistol in the console, and officers then found an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe Whiskey, but a search of the vehicle also unearthed a canister of radioactive powder, powdered uranium. Oh. For what yes. purpose? You got a rattlesnake, a gun, an open bottle of whiskey, and powdered uranium in this car. And I got a nuclear bomb. <laughs> Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs said that's quite a few unanswered questions. So now he's got a rattlesnake, a stolen vehicle, firearm, and somebody is under arrest. The thing you need to do is you separate him from the snake and get both of their statements. Yeah, police are investigating what the purpose of the uranium was. The dangerous substance has not yet resulted in any charges. And because Jennings had a valid lifetime hunting and fishing license... Possession of the rattlesnake was not illegal. What about the uranium? The officer said it happens to be rattlesnake season at the time, so he can be in possession of the rattlesnake. 
Uh, what Jennings has been charged with so far is possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, operating a vehicle with a suspended license, and failure to carry security verification form. His companion faces a charge uh, of possession of a firearm after a former felony conviction. No word on the uranium. They don't. They don't know. I don't know. All right, take your uranium and get out of here. It's a mystery. You and your snake. A driver in Canada was charged with failing to properly secure a child after police say he strapped a toddler to a case of beer instead of a car seat. (laughs) There's a picture of it. It's hilarious. Uh, Police pulled over a 22-year-old driver early Tuesday morning, and police say a 2-year-old child was also in the car sitting on a 30-can case of beer. Well, in case of a collision, the child's body would help protect the cans from exploding. The driver had allegedly put the case on the seat of his car and strapped the child to it. Uh, the toddler was not injured, but police charged the driver with failing to ensure the child was properly restrained. A child seat was brought to the driver, and family and children's <laughs> services were notified of the incident. Uh, this is horrible. A missing person investigation has ended with the revelation that a 57-year-old man was completely eaten by his dogs. Oh, wow. Yeah, listen to the, the uh, wow. circumstances. Sheriff's deputies were called to a trailer home near Venus, Texas on May 6th to perform a welfare check. And once there, relatives told officials a reclusive family member, Freddie Mac, hadn't been seen or heard from since April 19th. When the family went to check on the man, they couldn't get close because of 18 aggressive dogs on the property. Deputies were able to distract the animals and search a small section of the property, but they didn't find Mac. A report was filed in an attempt to again make contact with Mac. Detectives returned to the property on May 9th. The aggressiveness of the dogs on the property again prevented officers from getting inside the home, so they flew a drone over to try and find any signs of Mac, and that was to no avail. One day later, Sheriff's official listed Freddie Mac as a missing person. As the search for Mac continued, family and neighbor Michael Sargent spoke uh, about how unusual it was for Mac to leave his dogs unattended. He said his dogs were always by his side. Sheriff said that it was on May 15th during another search of the property when a detective noticed a small piece of bone on the ground. Uh-oh. Two days later, detectives executed a search warrant and located the piece of bone and several other bone fragments. The items were gathered and sent to the medical examiner's office. While still needing to perform a thorough search of the property, 16 dogs were seized on May 19th. One day later, deputies, detectives, and ex-members of the... I'm sorry, and members of the uh, medical examiner's office performed a detailed search. And this time, items including strips of cloth, animal feces containing bone fragments, suspected human hair, and fabric were collected. Investigators learned that Mac was known to wear a single set of clothing and did not own any other sets. And they began to suspect that the dogs had eaten him (laughs) when they found bits of clothing described by relatives in the animal feces collected. So he only has enough for like one set of clothing and he's caring for and feeding 18 dogs. Yeah, I think he just lives out in the wild. You know, he lives in a trailer and it's on its own area. So not a not a expensive condominium. But you don't know exactly what happened. Like, did he? Well, that's the thing. So to confirm their suspicions, the bones were sent to the University of North Texas for identification. It was found that Freddie suffered from serious medical conditions. So they said, we will never know if the dogs killed Mr. Mac or consumed him after he died of a medical condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the dogs were still very aggressive and it was believed that they had killed their owner, they did have to put the dogs down. But That's horrible. That wild? Bad dogs. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. And I have other great stories that we're going to get to a little bit later on. Oh, my God. It's 8.15. Yeah. What the hell? How did this happen? Um, it's my fault, my fault, my fault. I should have led with the <laughs> Stones song of the day. Barn door. But here's the deal. 
You don't have to wait too long. The song is Beast of Burden. The hour is the 10 o'clock hour with us, the Preston and Steve show. We're going to play that Stone song. We are going to play Beast of Burden, Nick's favorite Rolling Stone song. It's my favorite. No, Nick's Casey's favorite Rolling Stone song. Tumbling Dice was earlier in the week. That's the one. But this one is Beast of Burden. So uh, listen for that coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. Yes, we will go down to the other studio where the, the, the record player is and play vinyl. I haven't played vinyl. On air. On air since... 1999, probably. And that's what we learned on. Yeah, so... I um, would... Yep. Yeah, when I started in radio, we just wandered into the other cave and start singing. <laughs> wow. Actually, 1990. Yeah, yeah that's when Oh, I my was. God. I haven't played vinyl. I've been looking forward to this. You'll be queuing it up and everything. Listen up for it. 25th caller, when you hear the song, is going to win the tickets. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Ladies of Delilah's on our hottie cam. Ricky Bowe is going to be in He's our here. studio. I see him out there. Yeah, NBC Sports Philadelphia. We're also going to have Ari Spears stopping in. Who's going to be at Punchline. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yeah, we have uh, the Delilah's ladies on our hottie cam this morning. That continues on. So thank you to Victoria, Nina, and Val who are on right now. And we are happy to welcome back two friends to our studio this morning. And a very cool charity event that's coming up that we're going to talk about in conjunction with this. First and foremost, NBC Sports Philadelphia, former Philly, friend of the show, Ricky Batalica. Yay! Here, how you I doing, think man? I'm up. Am I up? You're up. Yeah, yeah we're just making fun of I hate that picture you guys put up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. I hate it. I forgot about that. This is uh, at a photo shoot for uh, the Phils. Uh, Ricky was kind of messing around, and he did a uh, he did the uh, what, what would you call that the pose? The bicep muscle, pose, yeah. the muscle pose. Yeah. Well, we just made a last minute. Well, it was in the steroid shit. era, so why not? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Not saying that I took them. <laughs> and no, 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 no. Your no, arms no. would be bigger if you yeah, did. Seriously, I think that was the whole point. That it's, I'm not really that big. Uh, and along with him, if you've been a listener of the President Steve Show for a number of years, you know this next young lady. Oh my God! Our former intern Julie is here. Hey, hey. 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 Julie, Wait, did I write? Yeah. yeah, Julie, who was a uh, Sixers dancer. Oh, she was a dancer. Uh, she was on the dance team. Yeah, she no, was she was a dancer. Well, no, she's a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Oh my God! Wait, and is that? That's were exact, we talking about yes. Julie in that clip? That's exactly yes. who we were talking about. So yeah. we play this clip all the time because I think Preston said that he thought you were a singer, and Casey and I said. No, no, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, oh, my God! God. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about you. Your headphones don't work. Julie's headphones aren't working. How about a special oh, yeah. request? Sure. I have oh. a little special request. Is it the yep. time where I got the hit off of you? You want to play uh, that no, audio back? You, you can play that. That's fine. You know, you only had 900 pitches to do it. Sooner or later, I would tire out. No, no, no. I think I, it was like the second pitch I got. Um, there is no shot. Maybe on video, it looks like the second pitch. Yeah, there, totally... were a co- there were a couple pitches, but you got it early. Yeah, yeah. that I really remember. Yeah. Right up the middle. Well, what's your special request? You crushed it. You crushed it. Crushed it. It wasn't a pop-up. No, hold on. What's your request? Uh, oh, my special request? Yeah. yeah. You know, way back when, there was there, actually there's a video out from you guys. There's two people in here that singers. Oh, I, I believe they're singers. Yeah. Little Summer Lovin' singers. Oh, my oh. God. 
Who did it? It was Julie and Nick. What? <laughs> Nick, why are you side eyeing me? Like, it was uh, it was drunk that. day. We did yeah, a, a drunk, drunk day together. Oh. I think I did three or four drunk days in a row. Uh, one with Casey, one with Kathy, and then one with intern Julie. It was the, also the drunk day where Dane Cook was here. Yep. and uh, hated you. <laughs> And I hated him back. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, he kept telling you to shut up. Yeah. yeah. Special moments. Do we have Special summer moments? loving? Um, so we can't relive it? I think we can oh, find no, it. Oh, no, it's somewhere. We I can just, find it. No, just, I mean live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Live. oh. No. I don't know. I feel me, 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 me. <laughs> I'd like to forget that moment forever. <laughs> do you, um, Nick is such a liar. Nick, do you remember? Do you know any of the words or no? No. Okay. No, I don't think I knew the words then either. I think this no, is drunk like, day. Again. Yeah. The thing about drunk day is that um, while you're doing it, it's fun, and yeah. afterwards, you never want to relive it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then the rest of the day sucks. It's, well, not only the rest of the day, you guys would, would just be prepared because we usually do it juxtaposed to like the uh, 4th of July, yeah. you know, this extended weekend, and you'd lose like two or three days mm-hmm. of what would be yeah. legendary hangovers, debilitating hangovers. Oh, is this it? No. Yeah. Or no, is this live? This is karaoke. No. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh. Come on. Come on. Nick? Nick. I'm a loving. Had me a blast. <laughs> <Summer loving. laughs> Hold on, this actually sounds uh, pretty girl, much the last time. Met a boy, cute as can be. Some days. See, this is why we shouldn't do this. Well, 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 well. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? Tell me more, tell me more. Like this, he have a car. Come on. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Why would you request this, Ricky? This was not. Yeah, it's not my request. It's his request. And I also have. Quite frankly, I I think I just proved the point that they're better singers drunk. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Yeah. (laughs) This is true. It's an unbelievable thing, but it's true. This Uh, is a memory for him. So you you two are a couple, right? How long has this been uh, going on now? We've been. a long time. But you met on the show, did you not? Yeah, well, sure uh, what was okay. your memory, Ricky? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> like I come in and Marissa seats you in a seat at the at your desk. Yeah, so yeah. where you're sitting I'm, right now. I'm yes, I was in the exact same seat I'm in now. I but people can't see that. <laughs> so so I'm sitting in the seat. I can just sense the one. But but I'm but I'm oops. Yeah. But I'm about a foot and a half off the off the table at yeah. this point. I'm just waiting for everybody to get seated and situated right. and come back from break. Uh-huh. And she came in. And literally put her drink down in front of the microphone and looked at me and said, "Who are you? And why are you in my seat?" <laughs> oh, yes. yes! Wow! And that was and, the beginning. And it was during the Phillies playoffs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just sat. I just kind of looked at her. And and I, and I said, "You're asking me that question, and you're drinking out of that straw." I don't know if you guys remember the straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a penis. penis straw. Straw. It was a penis. Okay. We had to take it there. We had to take it there. So that yeah, that was first time. It was love at, love first, at first sight. sight. Uh, yeah, that was. But that's pretty wild. That has been that going was as, a little confusing. Yeah, it's been going. As, I was as recapping. I was recapping my win a date from the night before. Yes, that's that was the irony there. of the whole experience, right? Okay, remember? Uh, it's what's really funny here is uh, is Julie is holding her earphones on her head because her hair is I so big <laughs> and she can't. The, the, the headphones. Some things never change. Yeah. No. No. Nope. <laughs> She's got right. a pound cake on her head. Yeah. 
Well, anyhow. She's the, like 90 years old. You do know this, right? <laughs> yeah. The love Sailing. began right here on the show. I didn't know the part about who are you and why are you in Yeah, that's seat. how it started. I love <laughs> that, great. though. That's she probably excellent. wouldn't have made it through her inter- internship. Right. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Well, she won your heart with that move. So. Oh, yeah. It was a great move. Yeah. But you're here for a reason, correct? We are. We're here for Caden's Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the little girl who was killed in Maniunk. It's a horrible story. It's a, it's a bad story. It was a custody issue. Yes. And and the dad oh, yeah. was a very, very bad person. And, yeah, and she ended up being killed well, by him. Yeah. And, and, you know, the the thing is, obviously, there's a, there's going to be a charity golf tournament uh, out in... Oh, i got to read this. Yeah, go ahead. I mess this up. Wakefield Highlands uh, Golf Club. It's in Yardley. It's on August 1st. It's a uh, Maitland. Detail- sorry, it's, sorry to uh, interject, but it's a... Uh, is it Maitland? Uh, Makefield. Make yeah. Makefield Highlands. All right, so I put the W instead. That's okay. Makefield Highlands. By the way, we'll have all the information. Uh, is it already up? It's on the website. It's already up on yep. PrestonandSteve.com if you want to check it out. But obviously, everyone heard the story. It was heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And so this is uh, trying to do something positive in relationship to the stories. So. Yeah, and I met the stepfather. And, you know, uh, his, his name's Brian Sherlock. Really nice guy. Yeah. Um, but but they would just want to raise awareness. Domestic violence awareness. Right. Child abuse awareness. Uh, it's going to be going to the state of representatives uh, this yep. year for a vote. And it, basically it's trying to get the courts to realize this and get these people help before the same type of situation arises. And to a judge them- ruled to allow the dad to have a uh, visitation. With yes. Him. After the fact that he was mentally unstable. and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, it was it was really bad. It mm. was a bad situation that just turned a lot worse. And I'm sure there's a lot more situations that are out there that could be stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh and we're just trying to bring awareness to this. So yeah. this is a positive step. You, you, you go out and you, you play golf. And, and so what are the specifics as far as people getting involved? Uh, getting involved, obviously there's foursomes that you could get yeah. into. And, and you could get on, I, I mean, sponsorships. WMMR is a sponsor. All right. So any way people could help. It's sponsorships just like are available. You can play. The, all that all that stuff. You can participate. Oh, yeah. There's, st- there's still groups open. All right. Uh, I, you can get through it through, through the site. I believe it's uh, the Community and Events Center right. on WMMR site. Yep. All right, or, you so, could, or you could look it up online. And, and not just Ricky, John LeClaire is going to be there, Vince Papali, Chris Terrian. There's Tarion. a lot of cool names. That's yeah, great. We're trying to build it a little bit, uh, you know, trying to get as many... Uh, I guess celebrity names as we possibly can. Well, listen, that's a draw, and it's you can go, you can play, and 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 be around these guys, and you know, every time I've been out, you know, or been at an event where there's uh, like this, and we do host a lot of these events, and there's uh, celebrities or athletes or whatever, totally approachable, totally cool. It's a very casual sort of atmosphere, so. Uh, if you're in any way a fan remotely of any of these people, this is a great opportunity to meet and hang with them. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And it's, I mean, to me, it's more about the cause. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a really good cause. I mean, I was married. I'm divorced. I have two kids. And, yeah. And, I mean, I, I've, I've, I haven't seen domestic violence per se, but, yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard plenty of horror stories from exes of others that mm-hmm. say, oh, well, you're also, I'm afraid to leave the kids with my wife. It's a nightmare. But you're also living proof that uh, that you can get married and go th- and have children and then go through a divorce and... and the kids not, turn out fine? And the kids turn out fine and not resort to anything like that. No, I mean, well, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I think, you know, once you get to the re- reality that it is what it is, it's over, it's done with, just do what you have to do to 
raise the kids. Yeah, I mean, the that, kids. That's no, the bottom no, line. That's what you're both. You both are committed to that. That you can't make them collateral damage, and you certainly can't make them a tool of your anger. So that's uh, and that's clearly what happened in this case, which is yeah, horrific. It was, it was just brutal. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's not many stories that you hear exactly like this, but you have to wonder how many of them are out there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I think that that's more reported. more yep. of the problem that they want. They want to catch things uh, before they happen. Yeah, give people recourse. All right. Yeah. So that's coming up on uh, on August first. We have the information up on the website. We'll reiterate it when we uh, wrap up here in a little while. But uh, let's talk about uh, Phil's for a little bit. Uh, Nick was telling me I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, you you had a little bit of a rant. Uh, was it last? Oh, we have audio. We of have it? audio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would love to hear right, this. Let's hear this. Hold on. Where do you want to start? You want you want to start I want with? To start with Zach well, let's Please. start with the whole pitching staff, Johnny Holstaff, because they stunk again. That's all. It's getting fun, isn't it? Every time we're on here, except for every fifth day when we see Nola lately, we're talking about how bad the Phillies pitching staff is. Something has to be done with this team. This team cannot survive like this throughout the whole season. We've seen it now for a month plus. This, this pitching staff is just atrocious. Another five home runs today. This team gave up 12 hits. They gave up 10 extra base hits. Five doubles, five home runs. Are you kidding me? You sound a little pissed off there, man. You would be if you had to watch them every night. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you get fired up. It, it was it yeah. was a really difficult game to watch. It was another disappointing game. And then coming to post game live with you and Barkan and and you saying those things, you were speaking uh, the truth to a lot of Phillies fans. So I applaud you for saying that that type of thing because a lot of times you have to toe the company line or you're supposed to, and you don't. You no. you, you were critical when they needed to be criticized. Uh, <sighs> I, you know, you know what? I'm I'm usually pretty good at not bringing in more than one day, more than grouping the days. Because I, I look at I look at it this way: in my job, you could be a goat one day, and you right. you could be the hero the next. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's a simple, it's a simple thing. It's one day to one day. Right? I, I, it's just the way the game is played. Because mm-hmm. baseball is a really hard sport. I, I I don't deny that. But this is the major leagues. You are major league pitchers. You should be able to step it up every once in a while. Well, I also sort of trust your opinion and your evaluation more than uh, most because you played in this league for a long time. So you understand what it takes to um, to prepare for a game and to pitch in a game. I, I also I wanted to ask you, how many years did you play in the league? Uh, Eleven and a half. Okay. How many should you have played in the league? <laughs> And this, I'm this not, it's well, not an a whole no, question. No, it's, 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 it's actually an odd question because yeah. if I never got injured, yeah. it could have been 15. Right, yeah. right. If, uh, but I did get injured, and I think I lost a little bit. I probably should have lost about two years. Okay, so because they're like, you know, talk about like Jake Arrieta, for instance, because uh, when he first was, you know, brought into this city, people were like, this is great. We love him. And uh, even last year, leading up to this year, we were like, okay, you know, like we expected big things. And, what happened? Did did he lose a mile per hour or two? Is he still trying to do things today that he was doing five years ago and he's just not capable? I think he lost location. Yeah. I mean, when when you look at him, he's still throwing hard enough. Yeah. He's still got the movement, but he can't put it over the plate. I mean, you, you mix all those three things together, then you try to take some movement off, mm-hmm. ball straightens out over the middle of the plate, and boom. You, yeah. you know, way too many home runs. And, and the Major League Baseball with the so-called we're not juicing the baseballs, they're full of it. You think? Yeah, I've heard that this year is, yeah, they really wound tighter. Well, I will will tell you this much. There were certain years where I would walk in, uh, use the baseballs, and I'd be like, wow, these seams are great. The next year you come in, you could tell they're different. They just feel different. Really? Literally, literally the stitching on the ball has Mm -hmm. 
shrunk or gone close. It makes it more aerodynamic. It's, it's tighter, which means you don't have anything to grip. Oh. Th- well, you think about right. it. Anything you tighten out, it's going to flatten out, right? Right. More and more. And you can't do as much with it. No, with the seams, yeah, you can't get the huh. breaking right. balls. Good. So, Here we go. got Casey. Suck them right in. <laughs> well, so, but I want to ask about what uh, a pitcher can do to combat that. Like, is there anything that you could do to perhaps toughen up the uh, fingertips to make them more grippy it, well it's not the fingertips you get the ball and all you have to do all you have to do is scratch it with right. your with your with your uh fingernail okay. as long as your nails are strong at the edge you could you could lift it okay and you could lit- literally go find any baseball and just scratch the top of it you'll feel that the the yarn on the ball why aren't we scouting Freddy, Freddy Krueger then even still I mean yeah I don't I don't the, these guys give up way too many home runs do you and, do any coaching I coach little kids. Just just kids. Would you ever get into um, professional? I don't or? know. I don't know. That's a thankless job. I mean, you only get thanked if you win a World Series, and then all the other times you're getting bad. And in, and in baseball in particular, because it's there's so many games, I think, and you and you watch the up and down. This is every season has. They're great. They stink. They're great. They stink. They're great. They stink. as part of the deal. I think what you have in this scenario is is that people see in the news these high-priced salaries and these acquisitions that are like, and the luster's on and everyone's going, oh, we got it this year. And then you see stuff like this and it, 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 it you know, you have a, a I don't know if, do, do you think it becomes more hyperbolic because of anticipation versus reality? 100%. Because, okay. because what, well, I, you know what? I, w- I was gonna say you end up spending all that money in the off season, right? Yeah, for yeah. all these players, you expect you expect to be that much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think we all went in with a little bit of a blind eye that a guy like Nick Pavetta was going to be our superhero this year, and it didn't turn out that way. And mm-hmm. when that happens, your win total starts going down downhill fast. Why so, is he, why is he starting off the second half of the season? That's a heck of a question. <laughs> why isn't Nola? Yeah, he, he, Nola could have gone. He's out, he would be on regular rest, but Gabe will say, oh, I want to get him more rest. You, you know what? You're going to run out of time giving guys rest. So where is your frustration lying most? Is it lie most with the, with the players, with the coaching staff, with the front office? All, all of the above? Yeah. <laughs> out of my peripheral, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a, there's a, can you girls uh, stop it, please? It's Thank a tribute you. to America <laughs> from our Delilah's <laughs> girls in their bikinis. <laughs> and uh, are, are you hearing the butt smacking? No, or are you seeing no, something? I just saw peripheral. <laughs> okay. Because there's butt Booty smacking shake. going on. Uh, it's That's their seventh inning stretch. There you go. Where does your frustration lie the most? Players, front office, or coaching? Um, I, I got to go with players. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think secondly would be general manager, then, co- then coaching. Can they make any moves? They can. I mean, they, um, they need a starter. It's pretty only, obvious. All right. But the only moves I would make is something that's going to make me better down the line. Not only just this year, because I, I think if you go get a rental piece, that's just a waste of money and prospects at this mm-hmm. point. Um, most likely you're after a wild card spot. And how much do you think the uh, injury to McCutcheon has has caused this? I would say it was pretty big. Well, I mean, I, that I mean, and Odubel, like, that, that was a one-two, right? I'll ask you a question in a yeah. about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, McCutcheon, I, I I think he was he was one of those guys, like a glue guy. He kept everything together. He kept that team together. He was a guy, 
if I was going to say a prototypical guy that Matt Klintak was looking for, it was McCutcheon. And the, and the reason why I say that is he took a lot of pitches, was never afraid, never afraid to get to two strikes, and then fought his way to like an eight pitch at bat. And he really seems like a leader in the clubhouse. And then, well, and, I think that's bigger than anything that yeah. he was because even even since he's been out, he's always tweeting out stuff when the Phillies score and this and that. So he's still very much into the games and he's showing his support like that. But it, it definitely hurt this team. There's there's nobody that could really nobody's really taken over in that leadoff spot. And Casey brought up a good point, President Steve. I don't know how uh, familiar you guys are with this uh, Odubel Herrera story. Yes, but, uh, there was a domestic um, abuse charge that was then dropped, but yeah. then Major League Baseball decided to su- suspend him for 81 games, 82 games. Um, and I don't know what you do with, with that. I really don't. I, I, because the charges were dropped, yeah. but the but the charges are there. So there are people who say ship him out of town immediately. You, ha- I, I don't you know have to, to think about why those charges were dropped. Okay, That was my feeling. I mean, that's, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, I mean, number one, you had marks on what the neck, arms. Yeah. So I mean, there was definitely she did the girlfriend did. Yes. So there obviously Major League Baseball didn't suspend him for nothing, and him uh, being in compliance with that kind of is a, a somewhat of an admission, wouldn't you say? You would fight it if you thought not. I think I would. I would certainly would not want that cloud hanging over right. me. Right. He just took the suspension. I, I mean, and a lot of people say also. Well, you know. I understand in the world of of lawsuits and things in the nature, but this is a different complexion where people say, I'm going to fight it because I don't want my my, my reputation besmirched. Right. But in this case, this is something that you have to be very proactive on because, you you, you know, this is um, – you turn a blind eye to this. There's, there's revenue and there's all sorts of other things that are associated with the club and, and merchandise and so on and so forth that can be incredibly impacted right. by the notion that you have somebody who's capable of this on the team. Well, I would think that's all gone. I, I hope the Phillies don't put his jersey up in the in the – the store, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I would, I would hope not. So you yeah. cut him, if if it were me, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, number one, he's he's going to get, <laughs> he's going to get pummeled when he comes back to the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I'm by the I'm, fans. By you the mean fans? Yeah, like verbally, it's going to yep. be ugly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think so? No, I, no, I, no, I, I don't think so. Like, yeah, I'm going to be I, there. I, 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 <laughs> here's the deal. I hope so. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's what I would hope. That that uh, you know, at a certain point, your ability to throw and catch and hit a baseball uh, does not supersede your ability to be a decent human being. What, what, so, what would you do with him? I, I I don't need him on this this right. team. I don't need him in this city. I think that's how I think that's how they're a lot. Most people are reacting, and it's right weird now. to say because, like you know, on the other end, I you know embraced Michael Vick when he was brought into the city. Um, you know, but like. There's just this this weird thing because, well, Michael Vick went to jail and, you know, and so they have situations like this where there has been no penalty paid. And, you know, you know, if if you do end up going to jail and serving time and, and you know, essentially uh, paying. Well, I don't know. Here's what it comes down to. The heavy you, topic you for have, a Friday. Yes. You have this accusation. <laughs> you have this thing which is very, very potent and very right. volatile. And a business is well within its rights to go. Oh, nope. Goodbye. Yeah, it's over. You know because you can't you can't have that hanging on. Right. I mean you've you've got other people on the team who have who are doing wonderful things and doing wonderful charitable outreaches and so on and so forth that you can't bring that that down with the weight of this. So I, I would agree with you. I mean you know playability or, or not, you can't have that. It, it becomes a cancer. Hey, can I switch the topic? We can yes, stay with the, we can stay. By the with... way, Ricky Metallico is our guest <laughs> in the studio. Can Julie still high kick? <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna stay with animosity here. 
here for a second, though. All and, right. and one thing that I'm loving We got is, Michael Vick. Let's it, talk about OJ. No, 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 no. <laughs> is this hatred between the Phillies and the Mets again. Yeah, it's uh, there. It's, it, it is revitalized, and I love it. I don't know how you feel it's, about it's it. It's unreal. It's just a weird thing because... I mean, Todd Frazier now and Jake Arietta going at it. it Arietta said like... he was going to bash his skull. In. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little deep. That's yeah. a little deep. That's a little deep. And then you know, uh, Hoskins getting thrown at, uh, Kingery getting thrown at. Like it's everybody. He, he, I have a I have a little theory. I'm not so sure they're doing these. I mean, I'm sure some of them are on purpose, the mm-hmm. throwing at people. But I want you to think about this for a second. There's a lot of guys in the big leagues right now that don't belong in the big leagues okay. because of injuries to bullpen guys and this and that. You're, you're bringing up how many relievers a year? The Phillies have brought up, what, 10, 10 extra relievers already this year? Yeah. You think those guys know how to throw inside? They had Brazier pitching. So, uh, <laughs> John Brazier? Yeah. I mean, it's just that's, for hell. That's how bad it got. And he's terrible, too. Yeah. <laughs> So you're saying that these guys, some of these guys don't have quite the skill level to keep something like that from happening. I don't think they play in the minor leagues long enough anymore mm-hmm. to get a skill set like that from when I was playing. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, when you had an 0-2 count, it was either up and in or you throw, throw near their feet to move their feet to right. get used to throwing inside. Yeah. Oh, so it was almost like a practice pitch? Oh, we got fined if we didn't do it. Get out. One of, yes, it was one of the two. Wow. 0-2 pitches. No uh, always either up and up and in. That's why I was the up and in guy, because that's why I did. Yeah, Julie's that's... nodding. <laughs> <laughs> I call him old Mister Up and In. Typical. I'm like more excited about what's happening to the right of me. I really want to turn and like join and like take off this, but, but... I'm going to stay very classy. Ricky, when you played, you had you had a bit of a chip oh. on your shoulder, um, and I wasn't sure if that was how you really were, or if it was like you know just you had to amp it up. You, did you need to instill? You know, fear in the batter. Like who's I was I was a non drafted free agent, so mm-hmm. I needed to have a chip on my shoulder, else I never would have gotten to where I was in the first place. You ever get in a brawl? So, yeah. I, I don't remember. Uh, what did you hit somebody and they charged the mound? Yeah, big guy pumped up on juice. Who was it? Barry Bonds. Oh, Barry you were Bonds. charged by Barry yeah. Bonds. Get out of here. Where'd yeah. you hit him? In the kneecap. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's a big blow. What year? Ow. <laughs> I don't remember what year, but yeah, I definitely did it. Wow. Did, he, did he make it to the mound? Oh yeah, he made it. Okay, wow. he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big guy. Did lot, he get a lot bigger than I ever was? <laughs> did he land no any punches? punches? Wait, no? so okay. it was a tackling effect. What do you do when you see him? Do you just stand there? <laughs> well, you're supposed to throw your glove at I love their that head. Move. <laughs> Instead, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the hero, and I threw away the glove, and I tried tackling him, but. It, it was like running you. into a car. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't as easy as you would think. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, have you guys not seen this video? No, I don't. I don't. You can pull it up. It's just Barry Bonds, Ricky Vitalico. All right. It is hysterical. Thanks a lot. Right. Barry Bonds, Ricky Vitalico. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's hysterical. I got hit pretty good, yeah. Do you remember yeah. how you felt when it was happening? Yeah, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, mean, I mean, you get to the I was uh, told to do it, uh-huh. and I... I, I was just coming off of elbow surgery. So I, I was out on the mound, and I'm like, I'm, I know I shouldn't be out here. I only threw one warm-up pitch in the bullpen, <laughs> one warm-up pitch on the mound. Is this mi- it, was, it was the most hilarious thing you've ever seen. Middle relief or closer? I don't know. They okay. just, I don't know what inning it was. Bonds had stole second base up like 11 runs at some point. Oh, he so he deserved for his, it. Yeah, he deserved it. So <laughs> I come in, and literally on the on the TV, they had Mark Parent, who was catching 
catches the ball. There, there you All go. All right, we're looking at the video. <laughs> they had Mark. August 2nd, 1998. Mark, it was 100 degrees, by the way. I remember my, I had uh, right in the kneecap. Yes. Yeah, had, oh, uh, oh, man, he's, watch, he just. Get rid of it. Oh, he took right off that. That's a bad move. Uh, <laughs> I should have went after his bad. head because he was thinking the same thing, and it yeah. wasn't good when we both went. Downward, yeah. it wasn't. That was a bad move, dude, dude. If you had had your 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 flexing baseball card, you could have. He would have. He would have. He would have been afraid and run away. Uh, there's no doubt he would have run away. He wasted nah. no time. Yeah, well, yeah. well, the funny thing is, I threw that one pitch. Yeah. It was the hardest pitch I had thrown in like a month. Okay, <laughs> like I, ha- I've only. I, it was only back for however number of days. I only pitched in like four or five games, and um, Mark Parent said, "I want you to drill him right in it." Blanking knee. Yeah, wow. wow. Wouldn't you know it? I hit my spot. <laughs> you did. <laughs> wow. You threw a strike. Yeah, I threw a strike. I, I, I swear, I, when, when I The was... worst part was when Mark... Not, not going down to the ground wasn't the worst part. It was when Mark Parent jumped on Bonds' back. It was like I had 500 pounds sitting on oh, 600 pounds. God. Yeah, and you so you hold, you take your glove, you put it in your right hand, you look like you're going to throw, and then you stop, yeah. and then you decide to go low on it. Yeah. And, and then when and, I went low, I realized he's bigger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but the right. coolest part about this. You know, Jeff Kent hated him, right? Oh no, no. Yeah, yes. him and him and Jeff Kent didn't like each other. Now, when you're on the he ground, the first you're told to you're told to make a fist and get out of there. Okay, uh-huh. find daylight and get out. Yeah. So first daylight, I found. I I went was like crawling out. I get out and. <laughs> Jeff Kent picks me up. I'm nah. like, so I'm thinking to myself, oh, crap, I'm on their side. Yeah. He spanks me on the butt. He goes, nice job, girl. <laughs> now get over there. Oh, my God. So you're in enemy territory, but he's, he supports your move. Well, yeah, he, he got into a fight with Bonds in the dugout. So wow. When they were both on the Giants. That's yeah. funny. Wow. wow. Damn. Wait, what do you th- I mean, this is an open-ended question, but what do you think about Barry Bonds? What, what about him? Does does he belong in the Hall of Fame? He, no. he could have been the greatest left fielder of all time. He would have been. He should have been. And and then he decided to start choosing. Yeah, and there was no doubt. I mean, I, <laughs> you, I, I know, I don't know if anybody's seen him up close, but no. he was, like, monstrous. It's, yeah. You don't understand how big he was until him and McGuire. I played on McGuire's team. That dude was enormous. Yeah. But no matter how much juicing you do, being able to contact the ball to the bat, the bat to the ball, is not easy, right? And and his his ability to hit home runs was not just predicated on his, the fact that he had been juicing. He, he was an incredible, had amazing hand-eye coordination. Right. There, there's but, the- but if you look at what he did after he took steroids, what happened. Oh, sure. If you watch how far he lets the ball get into the zone before he swings, it, it's it, – Definitely helped him. Before that, he had this very long swing. After it was like a chop, okay. and I hit the ball, and it's gone. Okay, yeah, it's wild. There's a wow. documentary that's uh, it's been out for years, but the guy made it, and he he asked the question. He has a, he he's a bodybuilder, natural, and his brother's a bodybuilder who does uh, steroids. And but the question that runs throughout the entire documentary is: Are are people okay with seeing you know 450 yard? <laughs> You know, home runs, mm-hmm. and is that you know what what's what's the uh, what does the audience want, and and what do you do? You know, yeah. I saw an interesting question last night, Casey. You'll probably love this. Is that what is what is the problem now with baseball? That number one, the balls are juiced. Okay, but number two, there's no distinction between an Aaron Judge and a Jose Altuve. Okay, I don't know what that means. Well, the size difference, one guy is Mm 6'7", a monster, could hit the ball out of Yellowstone. Right. (laughs) Okay? The other guy is 5'10". I mean, look at what Scott Kingery's doing. 
Right. And these guys are still hitting the same amount of home runs. Yeah. Mm. There's something wrong with the baseballs. Right. And they have to they have to change that. But you know, yeah. isn't that what Major League thought? That oh, people want more home runs. Well, you're getting the more home what runs. What are you going to do though? What are you, you going to handicap them the way you handicap thoroughbreds? Well, they're saying we hand, we're going to handicap them by bat uh, the, the speed of the ball off the bat. Huh? That's a bunch of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Because when it comes to arbitration, yeah, they they don't care how how hard it comes off the bat as long as it goes out of the ballpark, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if and if. If Aaron Judge is going to make $25 million a year, then Joe Schmo, who hit the same amount of home runs but probably isn't as good as a ball player, he's going to get the same amount of money. It's, it's very interesting. They're not going to be able to pay that many That's guys That's honestly that why money. Preston and I got out of uh, yep. Major League Baseball. Yep. Just, it was, you got out just too, in time, guys. Yeah, just in time. No, but I, I do love it because every time we have Ricky on, you just give us this just honest, absolute <laughs> what you think. Uh, well, I apologize. Opinion. No, 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 it's, really, it's refreshing. It, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. A lot of people are texting in yeah. that they love that about you. So I think Julie's unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like baseball at all, Julie? Okay, there you go. <laughs> Julie, can you give us a high kick? I saw you do it. Yeah. Oh, there it comes. <laughs> Our former intern, yeah. Julie. That's it. Oh, she almost God. kicks me in the head. <laughs> I'm sure, it's, I'm sure right. it's not always, always almost. Well, listen, we got, unfortunately. Oh, we're wrapping up. I thought we were going to go into dance chat now. No. no. I'm sorry. We got to move on. We've decided. Ricky took up all the time. Wow. Yeah. Always about Ricky. Yep. <laughs> the Phillies front office, they have uh, some decisions to make. Don't you think? Decisions. Oh, there it is. Wait. It's a decision. There that's it is. Yep. It's nice. A I can't believe that's still out there. That's a clip we use all the time. We use it all the time. It's a decision. All right, well, listen. Listen, the, the uh, Cadence Corner Golf heading. that is the main reason that Ricky is here this morning. It's coming up August 1st at Makefield Highlands Golf Club in Yardley. And get on board for this. It's a, it's an, it's a great cause. I, I'm... Uh, it's one of the important causes that I like to back, which is, you know, awareness of, of uh, domestic violence and so on. And this is in particular of shared custody of children and when the kids get in between and then that, you know, this horrible story about Shouldn't Kate happen. who was killed. Right. Um, but Ricky's going to be there to entice you as well. Some other great Philadelphia uh, sports legends, John LeClaire, Vince Papali, Chris Terrian are all going to be there. Awesome. And I'm sure and more events, to be added. You yeah. get to hang out with them. Yeah. And that's what's great about these events. So if that's an enticement, then get on board. We have the details at PrestonAndSteve.com. So uh, get signed up and uh, be a part of it. And the golf outings are always just a great event uh, in, in general. So. Yes. Please do that. But, uh, dude, great to see you. You too. Thank you for being on board, guys. Absolutely. And, Julie, we love you. Love you guys. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Ricky Bow, everybody. Yay. And intern Yay. Julie. She'll always be intern <laughs> Julie. We're going to take a break. Ari Spears is here. He's in our green room. We'll have him in in just a moment. Stay there. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Next guest will he'll show up wherever we are. If we're here you in the better st- believe it. In the studio for it to go. Oh. You name it, he's always he's gonna be a punchline tonight, tomorrow. Ari Spears! Yay! I'm so happy to be with my favorite white family. I swear, President Steve, y'all yeah. like my two white daddies. Oh, y'all have officially adopted me. Oh That's goodness. Great. We love you, man. Oh goodness. We have a lot of great memories that are attached to you. Listen. Yeah. 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 Yes. Listen, I, and I was almost uh, heartbroken because usually when I'm in Philly and I'm here every year and I've yeah. been here a long time, there's another comedy club I do. So this is my first time doing the punchline. Yeah. And for some reason, I was like, yo, why 
am I not on Steve and Preston? Do they only work exclusively with helium? Yeah, yeah. Did I do something wrong? <laughs> so I reached out to y'all through Instagram. I put the bat signal in the air. Commissioner Gordon met me on the roof. And here we go. Here and we go. good morning. <laughs> Hello, governor. We have oh, ladies. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Aries, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, it was an oversight because uh, Becky, who who came in with you, yes. thought we were off this week. Yeah, she told me that yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. then usually I get an email from, like, Becky or Meredith at yes. the other club, and, and I never got one from her. And then, thank God, I saw on Instagram oh, goodness. that you were in town. I was like, and then I was like, I'm well, no longer an atheist, in here. man. Yeah. I believe in God. <laughs> I believe in God. Because I thought, it, it, what's really funny about that is I thought, I'm like, Aries doesn't want to do our show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, Let me no, tell you no. something, man. When I was, I was sitting in the green room waiting to come on, and these three lovely foxes walked out, <laughs> and I heard the McDonald's theme song <laughs> my head. My morning just perked up. I'm loving it. These are some bad bros Not right that, here. It, it, oh my God. Smile, honey. Take that look off your face. It's a good morning. They couldn't give me none. I'll take the rub off. I swear to God. If they got AIDS, I got AIDS. Oh my God. Yes. Look, 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 look. Don't, don't do that, sweetie. You, you, come on now. Relax. Have a good time. Come on. Don't spoil the moment. Oh my God. I drink her diarrhea water. Oh my God. Oh, wow. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that's how committed I am. <laughs> that's what they, people look for signs of commitment, and you're just yes, trying to. Absolutely, you're a man. devoted man. Yes, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Man. I, I go hard in the paint. <laughs> go hard or go home. You know what I wanted to ask you? Uh, yes. Knowing you were going to be on, and and um, you know, going through some of the old stuff and checking out. You know, of course, you, you look for videos on your videos pop yeah. up. Whatever happened? I wanted to ask you with that whole dust up when you had that with a dude on the air who started. Swinging at you, yeah. That's uh, is that still going on? Nah, that's that's kind of you know, that's in the dust now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing you ever know, happened nah, from that. Nah, nah, nothing really ever yeah. came of it. Yeah, you know, it was like anything else on social media. It created some controversy, but then uh, its time came and went. It came and went. Yeah, yeah stuff like it's yeah. it's amazing how quickly stuff burns up. Yeah, that that yeah. it's it's earth shattering and then it's over. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the this is the age we live in where yeah. you know, like like Dave Chappelle said, this is the age of spin. So, you know, stuff comes, goes, and people take advantage of it and do all that. And, and once it's over, it's over. It's on to the next controversy. Well, know? something that's going on, and you yeah. actually were sort of, you, you had announced it when it first started, was your podcast. Yes. Which is now, you know, you're fighting an uphill battle because there's so many of them yes. out here. But now you're, you what, two years in? Two years. About to be two years in. About to hit our 100th episode soon. So you we're, loving we're, it? We're, I, I am, man. I was really nervous and scared of it at first because I just never did anything like that. Right. But uh, once you get into the groove of it, you know, it's like anything else. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. So once you start to find your rhythm and find your legs, you just kind of navigate your way through it and see what works. And you learn as you go. And, and I'm, I'm actually having fun with it, man. Yeah. You know, and I love being on other people's podcasts, too. Like I did Adam Carolla's. Uh, I just did Nick Turturro, who has a new one from NYPD Blue. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jay Moore and Brad and and William, Brad Williams and Adam Ray. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. Have you ever? Because sometimes people are good guests and crappy hosts. Right. Have you ever done? Done a reciprocal podcast where you're like, oh man, this is bad. Not yet. Not but, yet. Oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, we did one. Uh, Fighter and the Kid. Oh, with really? Brian Callen and Brandon Schwartz. It was great. I love Brian. They, they yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've known Brian Callen for a while. He's and great. Brian's an awesome dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, their fans hated us, though. Really? Uh, yeah, I think because we, 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 we talked heavy about religion. Yeah. And, and I think their audience is such a. 
you know, uh, show me your breasts, you know, kind of audience. (laughs) So that when we got into philosophical and deep stuff, I think maybe we turned some people off. Uh, they just hated us, man. Uh, yeah, because sometimes, yeah. It, but I mean, that's that's the risk you're on. You yeah, know? but it's it's yeah. still you, you you went in doing your your thing. Yeah. I think as a result of uh, all these podcasts coming up, we've we're getting better guests now. Like yeah. you know, I think people understand the pacing of radio a little bit better, and um and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, you yeah. you were always aces, but uh, you know some of these uh, other guys that are that are coming up. Well, you I think, you uh, came in from stand up, so you, yeah. you you know you know how to pace things. Yeah. People who have come in, and we we've seen, and sometimes President and I have gone and done some gigs. Sometimes where on the on the the, the roster, they'll have like YouTube stars. Yeah. And a YouTube star on a stage in a theater a lot yeah. of times, they well, don't know what to do. Well, <clears throat> you know, it's funny because uh, some of these people that either do podcasts or that are YouTube sensations, uh, they're not comics. Yeah, yeah. But right. because they're doing kind of comedy-esque stuff, mm-hmm. they branch off into trying to do what's supposed to be stand-up. Yeah. And then they find out there's a major difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, being funny on YouTube and, and being a... <laughs> You know, a podcaster is very different from grabbing that mic and having to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's uh, but I, I like it in the sense that it separates the men from the boys. Right. Because some of these YouTube people, they, they, they get a little a little arrogant. Well, you know it's, I mean? it's the distinction. You'd always yeah. hear it. And, you know, years ago, if I would, would MC an open mic night or something, people come down and go, I crack them up at work. No, no, no. Mm. These people are here. It's a different Very animal. Different, baby. It's a yeah. different animal. Yeah. yeah. Down at the mortuary, I have yeah. Alan. Listen, no, just because you're funny at the family reunion, <laughs> don't mean that. No, stand no. up is a different beast, man. When those, yeah. when those lights are on you, yeah. and, and and everybody's okay, we're all watching you right now. Right. It's it's a whole different animal. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and it's one that you've even if you're great, if, even if you're you're naturally gifted, Doesn't you matter. still got to spend your yeah. time figuring that out. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. There's a process, and there's, mm-hmm. there's a reason why. It's called an art form. If I could, <laughs> what's your ladies' names? If I could, can they talk? This is yeah, Val yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah, press Val. Yeah. Can they talk? <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Nina. Nina, and you are. Victoria. Yeah, I can tell. This is the mean one right here. <laughs> she she's got me some serious eyes. She's got a little early bit of on. The, this yeah, is I not an the insult. Attitude. I sense the attitude. No, she's just the veteran. Rest yes. in bitch face. Well, then that's for my too, baby. Because people don't say hi to me on the street. Really? You said people don't say hi to you on the street. Here, come over to the microphone here. Get a little bit closer. So that, that's yeah, you, yeah, yeah, that, here. yeah. Get you said people don't. Speak, you said what now? I said I I like having the RBF because <laughs> what's the RBF? Resting bitch, bitch face. Okay. Because like especially when I'm doing things that it, like, you know, I don't want to be bothered. Like yesterday, I was at the mall. I was at the mall for five hours. I don't want to be bothered. I'm in shop zone. <laughs> sweetie, 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 I'm listen, sweetie, sweetie, five sweetie, hours. sweetie, 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 look, look hey. at me, sweetheart, look at me, look at me. You, you are blessed with a gorgeous <laughs> face and a ridiculous body. So if a dude says hello the right way, put the bitch face aside <laughs> and show some humility. You could look like Rosie O'Donnell. I, I'm not not. Are you married? No. You're not? No. All right, so why not give a man who gives you the proper... Uh, Respectful. Be, be nice. Don't it's do that. It's never respectful. It's like... How what? you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's called that, that's called saying hello. Like I'll drink your saying diarrhea hello. water. That's, that's, not a be- that's a beautiful intro. <laughs> <laughs> they over here twerking. That's how you start that. Yeah. You 
don't say good morning in a Harry, you wouldn't approach someone in the mall and just say, by the way, I would drink your diarrhea water. That's a second date. But they ain't got clothes on, man. My conversation is trying to match the mood. Yesterday, the approach that I got, because I only got one yesterday, which is like a new record, um, a good one. But the guy was like, oh, I think you're following me. And I'm like, well, that's cheesy. Like, you're following me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was but trying, though. No. And he was like, don't make me give my security. I said, Look, you know, how, do you know how intimidated? <laughs> listen, now, this is my pumpkin. Do you know how intimidated he has to be to even approach you because you're so fine? No, and I can respect that. I do respect that, but it's like I don't know. Like I'm I don't shopping. Know what it is. I, don't, I don't know. Like. You know, honestly, I can say we can commiserate because whenever, Preston, whenever we're out, we get fired on all the time, correct? Because I don't know what to do. <laughs> How old are you? 21. <laughs> Wait till you're 41 and they ain't coming as quick. <laughs> Appreciate it. You in I'll your be, prime, baby. I'll be you hope you'll be married. Oh, yeah, no. no, baby, I will. How do you no. know? Tell me how you know. Because I know, law of attraction. <laughs> law of attraction? Come oh, on, yeah. now. It's not how you get us. It's how you keep us. Oh, the line to get you will be around the block. The line to keep you is two fingers short. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring something to the table other than, I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? How's your head game? And I don't mean like that. I mean mentally. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I meant mentally. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Oh, oh really? So much so you added an extra syllable. <laughs> really? What you going to do? I'm going to open my own salon. Oh, oh really? Right. Okay. Now, what if you meet a, what if you meet a man that's got the bankroll to help you get that started? Then we gonna be like Beyonce <laughs> and Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean. We got something to talk about. We got something to talk. It's your boy. All right, all right, that's right. Period. I got oh you. Can you that's say right. can you say prenup? <laughs> <laughs> you got her laughing already. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think we're looking at the future, Mrs. Spears. I yeah. hope so. It's yeah. Gorgeous. Oh my god. And you are? Val. Val, and you are? Nina. How you doing, Nina? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you kept looking at her. I kept I was looking I, I was looking at all of y'all. Ooh, look at this one. Spicy. I like it. Mm. <laughs> Just how I like my food, baby. I know that's right. <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. I'm so uncomfortable right I now. I know. <laughs> Me too. No, Are we still doing a show? No, you know. No, I'm, I'm sending text I feel, I, feel, yeah. I feel like I'm at a bar watching uh, an encounter, and I'm if loving it. If you just tune in, it's Aries Spears and the ladies of Delilah's. Yeah. We're having a nice conversation. And Aries is finding, I think, his soulmate here. Listen, man, I'm 44 years old. I ain't got time for all the chit-chat. Just tell me what the light bill is. <laughs> You're just paying the bill. Yeah, man. Come on, man. I'm past all that, all that other conversation. Mm. I don't care about your birthday, what your favorite color is. Just tell me how much is the rent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. That's hilarious. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, dude, I saw you. Uh, you ran into uh, Dwayne Wade uh, last yeah, week. Yeah, man, flying back from you Miami. Know him? Uh, I, I know. I mean, I, I know him like everybody else. Knows sure, him, okay. but uh, he actually was following me on Twitter once upon a time ago. Yeah, that's so pretty he's cool. A fa- yeah, he's and a when fan you saw him, did you say, "Are you following me?" <laughs> no, I didn't. I did. it, it was hard for me to kind of keep my cool a little bit because uh, I'm it. such a fan. But uh, you know what's interesting is um, last night at my show. As everybody knows, I do a lot of impressions. Yeah. I introduced my newest impression, which was in appropriate for Philly, because he plays here, Joel Embiid. Oh! oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, Joel Embiid, he's a, he's a great big man, but he sounds mildly retarded. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I play in the pandemic, pass me the ball, you know, and I'm going to dominate because we got Jimmy Butler and the rest of the team here. <laughs> so, you know, and the audience was digging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Yeah, man. yeah it's, it's very cool. You know, um... 
the, the, we were talking about this. Mad Magazine stopped uh, doing their, you know, they stopped doing issues. You were on Mad and yes. Mad TV for a, for a long time. Yeah. And I know they keep trying to revisit that thing. They tried and it failed miserably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, mean, and, and they they really didn't, they, they didn't have a good chance coming out the starting blocks because the, the, the time change was different. The night they came on was different. But you do, you do, you like, you did a, and I, I know you still, I think you're still doing periodically these YouTube videos that are really funny. Every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Every I mean, now and then. Uh, the, between the road and the podcast now. It's too daunting? It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard for me to put that stuff together. But, you know, where I, where I can try and get in, I try and, and make some noise. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, we just went to the, I think the girls are discussing you over there. <laughs> I love it. I hope so. Oh, wait, goodness. the blonde one's in there. Yeah. That's Val. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I got to go home and kiss my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Uh, so, basketball-wise, yes. where where do your allegiances lie? I, I, I When my man retired, uh, I kind of lost love for the game, Michael Jordan. But, you know, I, I, I follow LeBron a little bit. You know, I was really in love with D-Wade when he was in Miami because Shaq was over there, and Shaq's my man. How often do you uh, get to see games? Uh, you, you, not that the, often. You're on the road all the time. I haven't been to an actual you game. Uh, I'm, I'm from New York, but I live in L.A. You live in – okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so, I um, – I know Joe Crawford. He used to be a referee in the in the NBA for the long. Joe Crawford, time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to him back in the spring, and he was telling me that at the Knicks, a lower level seat, <laughs> face value is like nine hundred dollars. One oh, seat. I thought wow. he was going to say way lower than that. Nine hundred. That's he pretty was like pricey. Eight nine. And then I was like, and then he and he goes, "How much do you think Brooklyn is?" And I was thinking, okay, well, maybe it's a little bit cheaper. It's not a story to franchise in yeah. New York City. And it was just around the same price. And I was like, that is. They yeah. just carry the luster of, of the city they're in and, and, right. and that whole that whole deal. And it, yeah. it's uh, whether, whether they're playing horribly or they're playing great, it, they're still, you're still going to find celebrities sitting courtside. And it's yeah. always a big draw. Well, I mean, you know, New York is, despite how horrible they are, it's still. The Knicks. Yeah, no, that's, that's like, what that's I was like, saying. That's like L.A. I don't care how good the Clippers get. That's a Laker town. <laughs> it is. You know, yeah. Shaq actually had an interesting quote because he was saying when the Clippers play in the same arena, they cover up the jerseys. And he was like, hey, man, don't cover up them jerseys. This is our house. This is a Laker building. Y'all mm-hmm. just leasing it. Yeah. Until yeah. y'all win 16 championships, <laughs> you show them jerseys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of L.A., I, I love when I watch movies that I've seen before, and I but and I forget that you were in it. And I was watching, um like, two months ago, I was watching Jiminy Glick. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Ari Spears. Yeah. Jiminy Glick. No. Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick is a great movie. It's, it is also, he, he is a great character. It's such yeah. an under... Martin Short. Martin Short. And Martin, Martin, Short, Martin, Martin Short is such a sweet dude, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, what, what, do you have any memories from that movie? Uh, you know, it, it, we shot that in Canada, uh, in Vancouver. Um, he's he's an entertainment reporter, like a really yes. ob- obnoxious sort of effeminate yes. guy. He's got his uh, Dixie as his yes. wife. She passed away actually. Um, was playing his wife. Um, really? Uh, what's her, she's great comedic she's comedic actress. legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she yeah. was on SNL. Yes, yes. Uh, she was yes. just wonderful, and she passed away far too young. I didn't young. even know that. Yeah, she did. Wow. Uh, but uh, and the cast was actually a, a really good cast. But yeah. Uh, but the character, if you ever want to see Steve Martin crack up, that character cracks him up. So when yeah. they they do that, so when you're you're on the set, and, and to Nick's point, what was it like working with that crew and yeah. and those people? Was it was it a blast? It was. I mean, I, comedically, it was just interesting because I got to work with Janine Garofalo. So you know, when you kind of look at your peers and you 
are fans of people and you yeah. go, I wonder what that person is like. And then you finally get to meet them and work with them and kind of pick their brain a little bit. That was that was probably the biggest rush for me. By the way, that was Jan Hooks. Jan yes, Hooks. Yes. Yeah, yeah she passed yeah. away. I didn't know she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah, but Janine Garofalo is a funny thing because yeah. we when we first started doing the show, we started to get some interview interviews. We are starting to get people on the show. Um, she was legendary for being a pain in the ass for for interviews, and we had her on, and we really we were fans. We wanted yeah. to sort of convey that it was a letdown. And we no, we oh. get off the interview, and she calls back, and and, and it was kind of the first step that we had of saying, okay, maybe we can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, she remember she called back and she said that was one of the. Most yep. enjoyable interviews I yeah, ever had. Was really good. And we're yeah. off and running. So yeah. she's really, really sweet. Hey, I wanted to ask about this uh, Showtime series, uh, The Underground. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's old news. That came and Is went. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that yeah. was so long ago. How I, how so long ago? Ooh, a while ago. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You know, I, sometimes I, I wish they could update or fix those internet Wikipedia yeah, pages yeah. or whatever. Cause, sorry, man. Yeah, that thing came and went, man. Okay. Yeah, I've done two comedy specials since I, then. I don't, I don't remember that. And, and so It only it, stayed it, for one season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans, yeah. It was a sketch show. What about, I mean, listen, I, I know comedians hate this crap yeah. when you say, wow, well, what are you doing? Are you do, you got a show or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So is, is Netflix the big, the big, um... Is that the big? It's 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 the big go to. Uh, yeah, it's the big go to. Uh, so we get the impression they're just throwing money at every comedian, but that's not the case. Well, I think they are. Are uh, they? And I don't know that that's a good thing because you know <laughs> it we, dilutes we, the product. We, yeah, well, yeah, because when when you oversaturate your product with yep. stuff that's not all quality, uh, you, you tend to kind of dilute yourself, you know. And if and if you're kind of like a boutique shop where you don't have much but everything in there is solid, then you know I, I kind of feel like that raises the bar a little bit you know yeah is the uh is so you know so what is the what is the 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 premium what, what is it so, still to like me, hbo to, to me it would be hbo hbo yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. still yeah. is i i think so yeah i mean yeah. you could you, you know you could argue this and that and i mean netflix is pretty strong yeah but to me i i just think hbo is top of the top of the crop i just yeah, can't I, believe how much money netflix dishes out like yeah. I, have, I have a friend who um was like a, a minor cast member of a, a cooking TV show, and now and Netflix is giving him his own show. He is literally they're, they're sending him around the world. He's never appeared right. on a TV show on Netflix yet, but they're putting investing all of this time and money yeah. in Crazy. him in the hopes that this show works. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I was blown away when I would see you know you'd see a major A list star like Will Smith doing a movie that I'm like this is not coming out in theaters. Yeah, this is coming to Netflix, <clears throat> but apparently they got that kind of dough. So well, they need it now more than ever because a lot of uh, the uh, a lot of the uh, catalog that they had is being pulled now. Disney's pulling all of their stuff off because uh, Disney now has a streaming channel, a big channel. Right. So Disney has Star the Star Wars franchise, yeah. Marvel, wow. Pixar. So all that gets taken off yeah. Netflix. So they they will now live and die by their original content. Oh wow! I so that's why you're that. seeing Will Smith movies. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like okay, that. yeah, yeah. First time, first time deals. Yeah. yeah, and I forgot you're married, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Did I, you drink my diarrhea water? Absolutely. <laughs> Just checking. Absolutely. Listen, there's a, difference between, there's a difference between uh, for the moment and wifey material. You are wifey oh, material. Wow. And for the moment. <laughs> now you look look to your left. By the way, uh, punchline right around the corner from Delilah's area. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And by the way, it is a phenomenal place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you are, could, you, are, they, are y'all going to be there tonight? Huh? You're getting some nods. Okay. Did you say day shift? 
Oh, you're not working at night? You could do pre-show. Oh, okay. Are you going to be there? Uh, Tonight. Okay. And you? Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. (laughs) I got to talk slow. (laughs) Well, listen, Aries is is at Punchline. First time. First time. Show last night. Yes. And you you said it was great. Yes. Uh, we're happy that uh, that you're back in town, man. I love Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Seven forty-five and nine forty-five shows, uh, and that's uh, tonight and tomorrow. So, make sure that you get to tickets uh, punchlinephilly.com for that. Man, we got a break. We got to wrap up though. But okay, and I will be talking about today's moment on the podcast <laughs> called Spears and Steinberg, aka the Jew and the Jerk, and that's available through <laughs> iTunes, Apple, uh, Google Play, and Spotify. And now uh, celebrating two years, two and, years, and baby, going strong. Going strong. Awesome. Congratulations. That's great, man. We love seeing you, Ari Spears, guys. Thanks, man. We're going to break and we'll be back in a second. Stay there. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. The Revivalists. You got some changes. Music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Somebody I left out of the celebrity birthdays this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, today's birthday that I've set aside and uh, will bring to you now, it's Pancake's birthday. Pancake! Oh, Pancake! I just found out it is birthday. He'll be here in a little while, but uh, Chris, yes, also known as Pancake, former intern of ours and producer of Pierre Robert show is celebrating a birthday today, so happy birthday to you. Could he scarcely have imagined when he first came in here to intern, <laughs> purchased us pancakes, which gave him his pancake nickname, mm-hmm. that he would now be producing the Pierre Robert show? Oh, no. I don't think I've ever called him Chris. No kidding. I like, do it fr- feels awkward. I yeah. do from time to time just to remind me that that's his that's name. That's his name. And I'll, I'll say, hey, Chris, how you doing? But I only pancake. know that because that's his email. So I know that's his name, but I've never uttered Chris to him ever. Pancake just fits. It yeah. does just, fit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday to him. All right. We got to do the Bizarre file. So here we go. Oh, reminder in the 10 o'clock hour, which we're very close. Ho-ho! Listen for Beast of Burden because it could win you those Stones tickets if you're the 25th caller when you hear that and the greatest hits album on vinyl of which we will play. In a little while, so get yourself ready for that. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Brandywine Harley Davidson. Bring the whole family to Brandywine Harley Davidson's inventory reduction tent sale this Saturday, July 13th. For more information, check out brandywineharley.com. Uh, here's a story out of Florida. A social media post that shows a young girl inside a Jacksonville Medical Center licking a tongue depressor and then placing it back into a jar has gone viral. Okay. Enough of this crap. The licking thing. It'll be done by next week, but, I mean, come on. Uh, The video was recorded in an exam room at the All About Kids and Families Medical Center. A statement from the office said that it is contacted police to request a full investigation. The girl's mother said she recorded the video and posted it to her Snapchat account. She said one of her followers pulled up the video while someone else recorded video of the screen, and that person posted the video to the Only in Duval Facebook page. Uh, the viral video shows an adult fiddling through a jar of tongue depressors. The girl then reaches inside and takes one. She then licks the depressor and places it back inside. Since the video went viral, the mother said that she started receiving death threats 
That's a bit much. Uh, she asked not to be identified. I'll kill you. Uh, so she said, "I just, I had just been waiting a long time, and I was just being silly with my kids." Uh huh. Her soon-to-be ex-husband said that he was horrified when he realized that the girl in the video was his daughter. He said, "My mouth hit the floor. I was completely surprised and shocked that she would even put something like that out there to be seen." You notice it wasn't at a proctology uh, right. center. Right. The state's attorney's office said, I don't know what exactly the exact charges would be. Death but, penalty! But it has to be something criminal because you're dealing with uh, the health of individuals. Yes. Uh, the medical center said that all the materials were thrown away and they sterilized everything else. So it's going to be all right. Had this nonsense start. Uh, a man with a long criminal history found himself in trouble with Iowa authorities Sunday after he allegedly crashed his pickup into a ditch while driving drunk, and then he climbed out of the ditch holding a beer. And this pissed off Iowa? While police were there. Oh. Yeah, so, no, Iowa authorities. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the uh, they were there when he climbed out, and he had a beer in hand. Uh, it was about 1.30 in the afternoon. The sheriff's department received a call about a reckless driver. A preliminary blood, uh, breathalyzer test uh, indicated that this gentleman, uh, his last name is uh, Axnix, David Alexander Axnix. Sounds like a Superman foe. <clears throat> and uh, he had a blood alcohol content of .133. A hearing is set for July 18th. Apparently, <sighs> since 2006, he served sentences in the Illinois Department of Corrections or ter- terms in jail for burglary, misuse of a credit card, aggravated fleeting, aggravated battery with a weapon, possession of an open vehicle title, criminal trespass, and domestic battery as well. What a guy. <laughs> uh, Arizona authorities say a driver <clears throat> excuse me, escaped injury when his car's windshield was pierced by the trunk of a cigarro during a wreck. That's a giant... Cactus. I saw big, this. Yeah. yeah. How he survived, I have no idea. They're huge. They're tree size. Yes. I mean, they're, they're big. Uh, it was on the outskirts of Tucson. The black sports car uh, struck the cactus while crossing a median. The broken. So the cactus was crossing the median. No. The broken off cactus uh, ended up partially inside the car with the rest jutting over the car's hood. Deputies detained the driver for further investigation after observing signs of impairment. Jeez. And uh, the driver's identity was not released. Those uh, cactus, cacti, uh, they become huge. We don't yep. think of them. You think of the little things you buy in the, you put yeah. on your desk. Yeah, these are the really big yeah, ones. Yeah. All right, be sure to think a prank all the way through before subjecting a coworker to it. The Metro Times reports that General Services Department workers in Detroit were badly hurt Wednesday after they used toilets in a fire department repair shop that had been rigged with firecrackers. Oh, no. One worker got injuries to his leg and scrotum, by the way. Oh, man. And another got unspecified injuries. Oh, my balls. Mike Nevin, president of the Detroit Fires, uh, Fire, Firefighters Association, called the prank an absolute embarrassment. He said that no members of his group are responsible for the incident, though, oh, which is now being investigated by police. The city spokesperson said the two injured workers have already returned to work. Oh, my balls. A U.K. man experienced excruciating pain and went blind in his right eye because he had showered with his contacts in. Oh, my God. This has me freaking out. Did you see the picture? I saw the picture. It yeah. is horrifying. I read the story. I looked it up. I looked up the This condition. is a thing? It yep. is a freaking thing, and I shower <laughs> with my contacts in 
every single day. Never again. Don't ever do it again because there was a parasite that got in there and burrowed Ooh. under the lens and into his eyeball. Yeah. Can you put your head in a fishbowl, Kathy, when you shower? <laughs> Listen, I, but I've been doing this for years. I've I've worn contacts since I was in middle school, and I've been doing it for years, and I never... They tell you not to, but I ne- had no idea that this was one of the reasons why. Well, it's rare. It's a rare parasitic infection. Uh, this guy, Nick Humphreys, ended up with it. It's called uh, a canthamoeba keratitis. Oh, it looks horrible. And got it in his right cornea. Yeah, his eyeball looks dead. Yeah. It literally, it looks... like, eats away at your cornea. Yeah. Um, and he said, if I'd known how dangerous it was to wear, dangerous it was to wear contacts in the shower, would have uh, never gotten them in the first place. After getting the infection, I went from hitting the gym every other day and playing football three times a week to being housebound for six months and losing the will to live. Mm, yeah, got, it's, it's not good. I got contacts as I didn't like how I looked in glasses and it nearly cost me my right eye. Over an 18-month period, Humphreys had two operations on his eyes, now waiting for a corneal transplant, and the procedure could restore his eyesight. He said, I'll get, I get my sight back. If I get my sight back, I'll never wear contacts again. Uh, and he said that... He said, don't do it, Kathy, right? Uh, I will owe a monumental debt of gratitude to my donor, he wrote. Humphreys said that he was never warned about not showering in contact lenses. So just keep that in mind. So you were aware of it. They told You were told not to You're do not this. supposed to wear them when you shower or when you swim, but... I didn't know that this was the this was one of the reasons. I mean, to me, it's fine. I don't open my eyes underwater or in the shower. My eyes are closed, so right. I always thought it was fine if you're not running water over your eyeball, but yeah. apparently not. How but, do you know where your butt is if you don't open your eyes? Okay, what? <laughs> one last story. If Moana and marijuana sound the same to you, you're not alone. A Georgia woman's Facebook post is going viral after posting about a hilarious birthday cake mix-up. So, uh, Kensley Taylor Davis said that her mom ordered a cake from a local bakery for her upcoming 25th birthday party. Her mother told the baker how much uh, Kensley loved Disney's Moana and wanted a cake themed around the character. When her mother went to pick up the cake, she found a marijuana-themed birthday surprise. The baker reportedly misheard the mother and decorated Kensley's cake with a cannabis leaf and a My Little Pony character that appeared to be stoned and smoking a joint. The pony had, marijuana. You like that, right? The pony had red eyes and a pot leaf tattoo on its side. It's great. Uh, and she said we weren't mad about it or anything. We thought it was funny, so we went ahead and ate it anyway. And uh, Kensley said that it was the best cake ever. It's awesome. I love it. And there you go. That is your bizarre file for now. We'll take another break. We'll come back in just a moment. We are going to get to uh, the lesson question, trash and music news. I've got some giveaways in music news, too, that I think you're going to like. Uh, and ladies of Delilah's on our hot cam. We'll yeah. be back in just a moment. Stay there. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WNMR to everything that rocks on the Preston and Steve Show. 14 minutes after 10 o'clock. We're going to play the Stone song sometime in the near future because, you know, if you listen to the show regularly, we're about ready to go into trash and music news. Then we usually take a break. We play one more song and then we come back and wrap it up. Hmm, you do the math. Hmm. Mm. Your chance to win 
Stones tickets coming up very, very shortly. Should be pretty cool. All right. Uh, today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets for Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back in concert. Uh, it's coming up July 26th at The Man. And the question that we have for you this morning is what Philadelphia food specialty specialty will be served at Prince Charles's new hotel in Scotland? <laughs> it's it's a legendary place. 215-263-WMMR. Don't guess so because you probably won't get it right. What Philadelphia food specialty will be served? And it's not a cheesesteak. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. At a Prince Charles's new hotel in Scotland. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you're listening. And if you know, we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. The five-layer gelati is back at Rita's. Add an extra layer of custard to your favorite gelati. Only at Rita's and only for a limited time. What's going on, Steve? Well, Heidi Klum revealing she secretly married Tom Kulitz four months ago. Said Klum, quote, Tom is everything I want in a whatever the hell he is. (laughs) Dina Lowen saying she's finally done with a California man she's never actually met in person but has conducted an online relationship with. Lowen completely regrets the time spent on the relationship saying she wasted some of the best Emojis of her life. <laughs> oh my God! And finally, uh, Daniel Bragoli, Danielle Bragoli, aka rapper Bad Baby, signing a seven-figure publishing deal with Pulse Music Group. Bragoli is understandably thrilled with the deal and says she will now get to work on learning how to read and write. Mm. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. All right, let's see if we can get that answer. What Philadelphia food specialty will be served at Prince Charles's new hotel in Scotland? Uh, I'll go to Brittany, see if we can find an answer. Hey, Brittany, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. So what Philadelphia food, food specialty <laughs> <laughs> will be served at Prince Charles's new hotel in Scotland? Lorenzo's Pizza. Lorenzo's. <laughs> now that's good spoon. <laughs> love that spoon. <laughs> Hang on, Brittany. Oh, this, I love this version <laughs> of Star Wars. We got a person. We have a pair of tickets for Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back in concert July 26th at the Man's TD Pavilion. Relive the film as it's projected on three giant screens while the uh, Philadelphia Orchestra and conductor Lucas Richmond uh, perform John Williams' iconic musical score, Picnic's Welcome, at this all-ages event. Uh, the series Movies of the Man is presented by BMW Presentation, licensed by Disney Concerts, and tickets at mancenter.org. <laughs> All right, music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Get off my phone, you little pinhead! Okay. Uh, so, I, we had a rumor the other day that uh, Green Day was going to be having some new music released next week. That turned out to not be true. I have a rumor that's not about Green Day, and we'll find out if this turns out to be true or not. What the heck is going it on? It comes from a Topeka, Kansas radio station. They suggest that ACDC will announce the details of a 2019-2020 world tour next Wednesday. Hey, Jimmy, I just said we got some great news concerning ACDC. The station cited a reliable source that it described as close to the ACDC camp, although it cautioned and said, obviously, we're talking about the music biz here, so things could change. But right now, that's what we've been told. 
Hmm. So believe this or not. I don't. Uh, so they said that uh, Brian Johnson is uh, expected to be a part of the lineup. So. Well, I like hearing that. I do too. It's good to have him back. And that's looking like that might be legit. He's been with. He's been spotted with the band, uh, like you know, in the past year or so, uh, doing some work with them supposedly. All right, this is uh, the real deal. Blink One Eighty Two has apparently lost co-headlining uh, performer Lil Wayne. Less than two weeks into their summer tour together. What happened to Lil? As multiple reports said, the rapper exited the stage just after just four songs on Thursday night in Bristow, Virginia, announcing that he was leaving the tour. Uh, Maybe he feels a little sick. No, it's not that. According to multiple eyewitnesses at the show, Wayne cut his set short and said that he wasn't really into the audience. Mm. He also reportedly complained about the crowd size and, quote, lack of his fans at the venue. Adding that it was probably going to be his last show on the tour. He thanked Blink-182 and left the stage after just 20 minutes. So, I'm going to go home now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of Lil Wayne's music, and I have no idea if it fits with Blink-182. I have no idea. Sometimes, if you do if you do festival shows where there's a lot of acts and they have different uh, musical styles, that can work. But if it's just two groups that are diametrically opposed musically, I think it might get a little funky, you know? I never thought of Blink-182 being a perfect pairing with Lil Wayne. No. Uh, so there's been no official statement made yet by either Blink or Wayne. Nobody from Lil Co. talking up? No. Marissa the- says that she was just in my ear saying that he is turned down for what? Is he turned or turned down? Turned down for what? What are you saying? Uh, that's you don't know. Oh, that's little, the song. Yeah, you don't know. Oh, I thought you meant he got turned down They're for something. Oh, turned down for what? That? The fishing uh, license. I want to tell fishing. Yeah. Well, you just said he is turned down for what? And I don't. And he, uh, if you would have said, didn't say it properly. If you would have said he does the song, he does the song. Turned down. For then what? I would understand because Marissa's laughing right now. What? Where you're pointing now? What do you want me to do? <laughs> I think she has it. If you want to okay. hear it, this right. Lil Wayne. I know that's that's Lil John. That's Lil John. That's Lil John. See, when you said that in my ear, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. That's Lil John. That's not Lil Wayne. Yeah. I was so wrong, and I'm so sorry, but I appreciate everything that just happened over the last 60 seconds. <laughs> Do you have any Lil Yachty or Lil, Lil Za? Uh, Lil Kim just Lil had Kim. A, it was her birthday the Why other not? day. There's enough Lil's. Yeah. I dressed up like Lil' Kim once. Does that count? You did, well, it's Lil' that Kim. Lil', don't Lil. What are you? Thanks, you, you honky? Lil. Oh. Okay. All right. You honky? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, he, he quit. All right. He quit. There's more, but I'm Who's this again? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's talk about Green Day again. Now we're talking. Uh, bassist Mike Durnt. That Durnt. Rhy- rhymes with turnt. Yeah. Durnt is turnt. Turned down for what? <laughs> Turned down for what? Wee, 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 wee. This is really Lil John. Turned down for what? <laughs> Real Lil John? Yeah. Yeah. Turned down for what? Come on, everybody, come on. What? What? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Turned down for what? Okay. What? <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show, everybody. I'm really Lil. Little bitty me. Real Lil John. Right. Oh. Where are my goddamn bagels? <laughs> that guy? He's the bagel guy. <laughs> We're going back to that guy. Yes. 
<laughs> okay, so Mike Dirt has sold his home in Oakland, in the Oakland suburb of Piedmont, California, for $6.625 million. It's a little below the 6.8. It's a little it's below. Little, but you gotta love it. It's a good school district. It's a little below the $6.8 million that the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer was asking for the property when it was listed in the spring, but it's... it's not so little. But it's $775,000 more than he paid for it in 2016. So they made a little bit of money. He made a little bit Thank of money. A little, little bit. You want to hear the little guy going crazy at that bagel place? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That didn't work as good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to continue on here. Go the, for it. The gated, <laughs> the gated 6,712 square foot house contains five bedrooms and five and a half bathrooms. The early California Mediterranean architecture features white stucco and clay tile. It's quite lovely. With tall ceilings, hardwood floors, and hand plastered walls, a spiral staircase with wrought iron railings. Leads up to the second floor, while exposed beams and floor-to-ceiling windows make the living room stand out. The Los Angeles Times says that this is the fourth house that Durnt has sold in the past three years. Following sales of houses in the Southern California towns of Ojai, Newport Beach, and Montecito. Ojai, Newport Beach? <laughs> Ojai's beautiful. I've been there before. Yeah. All right. What else do we have here for you now? Uh, Any more Lil's? No more Lil's. No. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the Beatles. <laughs> talk a little, little bit? A little bit. Uh, three decades after finally getting sober, Ringo Starr revealed how dangerous his addiction to drugs and alcohol had gotten. He just celebrated his 79th birthday, spoke candidly to Parade magazine, and recalled, I just really couldn't move without alcohol and without drugs. I was not a purist in any way. I said, so in the end, I said to my wife, Barbara, you got to get us into one of those rehab places. I didn't know where they were, but she called some friends of ours out in L.A. who knew. And I went to Arizona, found myself with 88 mad people in this place, and it's working today. That's all I have, but it makes life so much easier. Talked about his clean living ways today. He said, I get up in the morning and I meditate. I go to the gym and I have a trainer and I work out myself, too, when I'm on the road. I'm a vegetarian. When we're on tour uh, to get out of the hotel, I usually go to the local organic shop just to see what they've got. Uh, But I'm only a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I eat goat cheese. A vegan is very hard, and they eat a lot of sugar, but I'm careful about sugar. So that's where his personal life is. Now, he also spoke about the upcoming Beatles documentary that was directed by Peter Jackson. Uh, It's going to feature unseen footage shot during January 1969 for the Let It Be movie. And the original film has left a bad taste in nearly all of the former Beatles' mouths, and Ringo explained his personal issues with their final film. He said, I was never happy with Let It Be because it picked one second of life when John and Paul were in a row, and the whole documentary was built around that. He said there was also a lot of joy, a lot of laughter, and a lot of interaction. Whatever our attitudes were at the time, we gave our all, and that was beautiful. So it was not as one-sided as Let It Be uh, yeah. made it out to be. And it does feel that way, yeah. and that's always been the tone of the movie. That's how it was sold, the, the disillusion of the uh, of the Beatles. But um, I would love to see this additional footage. Yeah, he said, we were, we were not falling apart at all until we split. We played together right up until that. He said, I love the White Album. He said, I mean, Sgt. Pepper was great, but there was a lot of sitting around. Uh, we were like studio guys, but this time... We were back to being a band. People say, what's your favorite song on there? And I say, he said, I love your blues. Such a great song. He said, we were in a six-foot room, amps, drums, vocal mics, no separation, and we were jamming, and it was like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm dying to see this um, uh, when it comes out eventually. 
And the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give away some tickets to Collective Soul. Uh, the band is going to be playing. This is before they go on sale, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, October 3rd at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. That'll be a great place to see yeah. Collective Soul. They're a great Oh, my band. God, yeah. Good friends of Pierre's. Oh, my God. So I have five pairs of tickets, and we'll take uh, five callers. We'll just do that right now. 215-263-WMMR. You have to be at least 21 or uh, or older to attend the concert because it's in the casino. Uh, tickets go on sale today at 11 a.m. via parkscasino.com. Five callers now, 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget also... Very shortly, Rolling Stones tickets, so keep that in mind. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. We will get ready to wrap things up when we return, giving away a very cool Word of the Week prize as well. So make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Beast of Burden of Rolling Stones. Actually, first time I've played a a record on vinyl in 29 years, probably. How about that? Yeah, that was really cool. I got to go into the other studio and uh, cue up the the song and hit the button and feel all old school. It was nice. So we were looking for the 25th caller. Our crew, I guess, is still going through the phone lines now to uh, make sure that we do indeed get a winner. So when we pull that person up, I'll make sure that we award that particular prize. So we'll do it in a moment or two. Uh, So weather-wise, expect skies to be partly cloudy today. It's going to be a nice day today. 88 degrees, sunshine tomorrow, high 90. And then uh, sunshine on Sunday, partly cloudy. No, sunshine. Partly cloudy skies and a high of about 89. So anyhow, Partly sunny clouds. Partly sunny clouds <laughs> uh, on the weekend. So it's looking like a good one for you. All right. I believe we have our call on now. So I am going to go to, uh, let's see. Shannon, are you there? I am. Shannon, you're calling number 25. You win! Yeah! Shannon. Shannon has won. We're going to give you tickets to see... The Rolling Stones coming up. Awesome. And uh, we're also going to give you, the, we actually, the, the record, we took it back off of the the turntable, pot it, put it back into the sleeve, and we all signed it for you. Awesome, thank uh, uh, you. So that was played live on the air. So a big congratulations to you, Shannon. Great. I am so excited. Thank you, you sound so thrilled much. beyond belief. <laughs> That's wonderful. So congratulations. My, my husband is a huge Stones fan, so he's going to go crazy. Awesome. Okay. Have, have, I'm very excited. Happy to hear that. All right, thank you, Shannon. Hang on the line. I actually heard Marissa prepping no. her. Go. She was like, "Turn your radio down. Go where you can get excited." So I don't know if she was at work or something. This is but she great was news. This telling her. Is a um, I feel like I'm on a super huge roller coaster. <laughs> I've just gone over the top and I'm down, traveling down at 60 miles an hour. Wow. I'm just thrilled beyond all. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never know. Shannon was so sweet and she was at work and she did tell me that. But caller number 24 was so damn excited and so sad. She was number 24. She screamed in my ear and she was like, no, uh, 24. I think I heard a gunshot going off somewhere now because she heard how excited Shannon, Shannon was. Shannon was thrilled. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. number 24. That's okay. I'm very excited. <laughs> yes, I am very excited. It's quite an honor to see the Rolling Stones. Looking forward to it. I, mean, I know. When you get a chance like this. Pierre has said it many times. It's, you know, it just it makes us feel better if you actually are 
excited about the fact that you win something, especially when it's a big prize like that. Hey, Neil, you're the one. You're going into space, man. You're going to the moon. <laughs> That's great news. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what, though? We don't understand working yeah. in an office where you can't do that. I so, know. True. You right? know, I guess you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she uh, deals with people dealing with uh, stress. Yeah, you know? We had three strippers and crab fries today. I mean, I mean seriously. You know, yeah, we have, usually four they, strippers. <laughs> they weren't just any strippers. She, they were twerking away. Yes, yeah, yeah. they were. In fact, Bill came by. <laughs> were you out in the, in the hallway when he was talking to us? No. Kathy? He's like, um, he goes, Preston, do you get distracted when uh, when that's going? I'm like, Bill, look, we've been doing it for a long time. I don't I'm, even see it. When it's yep. time to work, I don't even pay attention. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I think there was a little more going on today <laughs> than I've seen before. And I, while there was, I was like, Bill, I've seen worse. It's so fine. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's all yeah. good. Like, from where I am, I, do, I can't see. Unless they stand up, I don't see anything. And they're, they're always below the console level. Uh, but they certainly had some fun interactions with Aries Spears, who was here this Yay! morning. Uh, Aries is performing at Punchline first time. And uh, he's excited about it. Uh, shows tonight and tomorrow. You can go to punchlinephilly.com to get those tickets. Uh, Ricky Patalico came by yeah. with her former intern oh Julie. Oh my God! Did we, get a picture, did we get a picture of them? No. Oh, oh man! I don't think we did. We have video. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. That's too bad. Oh, she cracks me up. Just she's yeah. insane. Uh, it's wild. Still. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so it was nice to have them by, and of course, the ladies of Delilah's, uh, Victoria, Nina, and Val, who came by, and their uh, Diamond G string is next Wednesday. So that is going to be all good. And thank you to Chickies and Pete's for bringing by the crab yeah. Uh They have a special on Saturday: dollar crab, dollar per order, and all personal pictures of Miller Lite are five dollars. And this is going to—it's a um, crab fries for heroes. And the um, all sales of those two items are going to benefit the uh, the FOP. Police Survivors Fund. So that is this Saturday. So stop by, have Miller Lite and Crab Fries. It's National French Fry Day, by the way. So of course it is. Part of what they're doing. Nice. Yes, Kate. Just want to do a shout out real quick before we finish this week. Um, and I wanted to, this is um, from Terry uh, Borishevitz. She is an English teacher. She's an English chair at Cardinal O'Hara High School. By the way, I didn't tell you guys. My sister was named the assistant principal of student affairs at Cardinal Harris. Well, how about that? Wow. Yeah, so a shout out to her. But this is specifically from Terry uh, to her son, Colin. So uh, her son, Colin, and his fiance live out in California. They recently got engaged. Colin is terribly homesick. Uh, he moved out there to support her as she finished her schooling. Uh, but he misses being here in the Philadelphia area. And he podcasts a show every single day. And this would just give him a thrill. So this is a shout out to Colin and Sarah. All right, and um, we don't have Pierre here yet to get the letter, so you know what? We could say goodbye to Sean, our video intern. It's his last day today. Sean! Get in here! Get your ass in here! He's behind the glass, and, uh, you know, while we do, one of the things besides the editing of the video is um, we have these cameras in the studio. Oh, yeah. And... The the switching of the cameras happens live in the moment. That doesn't that isn't done in post production. It happens live. So somebody's got to be there switching the cameras around and making sure that they're on the people. And Sean's been doing that this morning. How you doing, Sean? Good. I got to watch boobies all day today. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Do you happen to know the girl? Are you married to the girl that won the Rolling Stones tickets? Because the excitement level seems about the same. I'm tired as I was at five a.m. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been working with us, Sean? About six months. Now. Okay, six, six months. months. Get a lot closer to the microphone, please, if you would. Sorry, that's much. I should better. know how to use one of these things. He yeah. does stand-up comedy. comedy. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, an up-and-coming stand-up comedian. He's an outrageous prop comic. An outrageous prop, yeah. But he he really is a comedian. Uh, you do comedy? I do. Yeah. No kidding. Oh. All right. 
uh, where evidence. <laughs> I talk about stuff like this. <laughs> you know what he sounds like, Steve? He sounds like your impression of David Blaine doing comedy. Oh, All right, pick a card. I can make an audience disappear. Any card. Yeah. Uh, do you go to school currently? I graduated from Temple. Congratulations. Yeah, go Owls. Who gives a hoot? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the uh, the baggy pants comedian sound. Effect. So, would you rather okay. would you rather be a full time comedian or someone that works in the on the video side of, of things? I'd rather be a full time comedian, but you know that's hard. So I'm trying to make a living doing video and stuff right now. Well, they right. can both serve each other. I mean, your your comedic sensibilities have made their way into the uh, the Daily Rush videos that you've uh, you've cut for us. So a lot of, a lot of good flourishes that you've added. Yeah, I'm trying to use it to my advantage, you know. But you see, we'll see how it works. I got a little reel together thanks to you guys. So nice. I'm sending it to everybody. Cool, excellent. I'm to get some work. What and, what what are some of the the ones that you've worked on that you've added some a little uh, bit of your your flavor see. to? I did a lot of them. I remember the first one. Well, I just did the E.T. Entertainment Reporter with yes. the E.T. grad. <laughs> yes, he keeps popping up in the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I loved it. What else did I do? I did... Uh, did you do Pat's Chili, Zog? chili did, Dogs? Did okay, that was good. He also yeah, did when uh, you said Fish Sucked. That and was then, my first one. Oh, that was your yeah. very, very first one. Yeah, and he zoomed in on your he face. He zoomed in on me, like, <laughs> giving you the death stare. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff, definitely. Yeah, I like doing it. It's fun. That's cool, yeah. man. Well, Are you competing in the, uh, in the helium comedy... Uh, Matter of fact, I lost, Steve. I didn't want to tell you. I was oh, prepared. man, because I am uh, uh, one of the judges coming up sooner for that. So. I know. I lost to an old guy. I was pissed about Damn it, it those old guys. <laughs> what good are they? I don't know. Die already, old guys, That's right? What I say. Make some room for the young guys. Real quick, real quick. How old was this guy? He's probably like 75. Oh, oh that's okay. Definitely little, an older guy. He's older than me, so I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what's next for you? What's next? Yeah. I'm moving back to New Jersey, living with my parents and trying to make a living and do comedy. All right. All right. Comedy shows every night, pretty much. Open mics, showcases and bars, coffee shops. Living a dream. All right. So, Sean, I don't know okay. your last name, Sean. Sean oh. Gardini. Sean Gardini? That's it. So, look for Sean Gardini at a comedy club near you. Yeah, hopefully soon. Nice. Hang in there. Thanks, thanks buddy. Guys. Hey, listen, thanks, thanks for all your assistance. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. Anytime. It was all my Good luck with everything. All right. Thanks, Sean <laughs> Gardini. Stand-up comedian. And, uh... excitement. Got <laughs> yeah, like a Stephen Wright sort yeah, of. I like that. Oh, very much I like so. that vibe. Very much so. Uh, how are you, man? I'm excellent. Wonderful. Except for the mother-effing chipmunk that ran across the... There are these, co- there is these kamikaze chipmunks and squirrels. Uh, by where you live, yes? Yeah, and, and birds. And you're driving along at the speed limit or under... And yet they wait till right when you're there, and they dash or fly in front of you. So I had the foresight of getting a whole thing of nice coffee, putting it in the little holders, putting it on the floor safely. And a chipmunk comes, and I slam on the brakes, and all the effing coffee goes flying on. And, and then, but then I breathed, and then I got out to make sure I hadn't hit the chipmunk, uh-huh. and chipmunk was you gone. stepped on yeah. it. <laughs> no, the chipmunk was gone, but the coffee was... Also I gone. A, I have a sea of coffee. Oh, that sucks. Oh. Yeah, it was lovely. That's a mess that's hard to clean up. Yeah, it made me slightly homicidal, but I'm all right now. Yeah. All right, good, good. And, and then yeah, there was... You a, killed your neighbor's cat. Just uh, <laughs> No, no, no. I'm a vegetarian. Uh, so, I don't know that I would have slammed on the brakes for a chipmunk. They're cute. I love them. But I feel like I had faith, I would have faith in them getting across the street. But, I, no, it, I mean... Most times they do, but there are those this times. This one had a uh, stroller. It, 
<laughs> Thank you. I needed that. There are those times where it they just wait at the perfect second, and I they mean, always do. You, it's they're kamikazes. Yeah. They have so, they have death wishes. So now does Pancake have an extra chore to? Uh, no, I'm going to put on a long record and go out and clean it up. <laughs> clean it up. Uh, so it's, it's like your your passenger the, the the well of the passenger side filled with coffee. It's like a cotta coffee. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah. It's a lovely thing. Well, okay. it will smell pleasant. At least it you love the smell of coffee. Will. Yeah, it yeah. certainly will. But it's a loner car, so that's good. Oh, well, well that's then, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Shh, don't tell the oh, dealership. Oh, good. That's good. Well, I still have to clean it up. I, that's fine. But... For the most part. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Not it. to be spotless, but. <laughs> well, there, yeah, no, it's all well, good. That's uh, that's a lousy way to start the day. But no, no, it's um, everything's going to be peach. on the way up from here on out, it's man. Up, up, and away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Let's. Do, you ready for the letter of the day? Oh, sure. Yeah. Justin and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter Y is in Yahoo. All right, and let's take caller number eleven. At 215-263-WMMR and uh, see if we can uh, get ourselves a winner and give away the prize, which we'll be doing shortly. Uh, with that, with the coffee incident behind you and now Done. a radio program ahead of you. Ahead. What is, uh, what's coming up? Huh? Oh. oh, right. Yeah. The program will have um, <laughs> some nice blocks. Uh, we will get into uh, the Mighty Metallica. Electric Light Orchestra is back for a second performance uh, tomorrow evening at the Big Joint. It was an amazing show. I don't remember when they were there, but Jeff Lynne and those song after song after song after song. I just love them. It, I mean, Him. note for note perfect. Really amazing production. It's one uh, of the best shows I've, I rank You went it, to it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ELO, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I rank it up there with... It's it's was one of the best shows I've ever seen because the audio was spotless and it yeah. was and and you know I I'm very familiar with the Yellow's catalog but you're like oh yeah right. like and this song right. comes out oh my god I forgot about that so it's, it was phenomenal so many great songs I immediately went out and and got the greatest hits album which I didn't okay. have yeah. I, I mean, El Dorado was a, a, uh, one of their albums that had Can't Get It Out of My Head. Great song. And, oh, I just, uh, and he does that. Anyway, so um, that's happening tomorrow, so we'll do a block of ELO, block of Metallica, and tomorrow's the anniversary of Live Aid, so we will also celebrate that uh, with some memories of that uh, momentous day in Philly history. And, of course, it's Pancake's birthday, so yeah. uh, we must bring in a ticker tape parade. And um, I don't know how we can get a ticker tape parade into the um, studio. You just have to we'll bring it in. That's all you have to do. Bring yeah. it in. Yeah. Yeah. In our imagination, it'll be here. <laughs> or it'll be ticker and tape. Just give him a knowing nod. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Can I go mother. back to yellow for mother. just a second? This is something I've, I've always wanted to mention about a song of theirs is uh, Telephone Line. Mm. Great song. And I actually get emotional when I hear that song because... Really? The, Hello? When, well, when he, when he says... Can <laughs> you great. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. It, no, it, no, it's go. I want to hear it. There's an emotional line when it, when he says, you know, can you just let it ring a little longer? Yeah. And that really strikes a chord with, with that person that's kind of desperate on one end and is like, please be there. Please pick up the phone. Please answer this. This is really, really important. 
And you don't really have that anymore nowadays, you know what I mean? Right. Where the phone will just ring endlessly and you're praying that that other person is on the other line. Anyhow, I thought it touched a, a, a very cool note, and I just wanted to point that out. Very and that's cool. That's all there is to it. Very cool. So we'll go to the phone lines now and see if we can get an answer and or uh, the word. And I'm going to go to caller number 11. It's Angie. Hi there, Angie. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Angie, if you can give us the word of the week, we have a very cool prize for you. What is it? Rocky. Yo, Adrian. Angie. Or Angie. You are correct. And we have this very cool prize, a Garlando G500 weatherproof outdoor foosball table from Royal Billiard and Recreation. Wow. That's awesome. Cool. A little more. Give us more. Hello. 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 I'm very oh. happy. Yeah. This comes as great news. <laughs> I, I um, we're sending over the sleeping pills uh, to um, counteract the uh, Vibrin you've already taken. Vibrin. Hi, <laughs> Angie. Hang on a second. That's all we're, I could think of. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not. Vibrin. I'm nowhere near. I'm so slow, and Steve is so fast. <laughs> Uh, don't forget shuffleboard. I feel like a pair of brown shoes and a tuxedo. That's a George Goble line. Man. It is. I stole it. Uh, shuffleboard. Because <laughs> I got nothing. Shuffleboard and foosball are more fun outside. You can make the patio your summer rec room. Royal Billiard and Recreation has the best indoor uh, in in outdoor sorry game tables. You can visit uh, royalbilliard.com for details. Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store, uh, selling fun for over 30 years. I'm going to go there. I, I I checked out their online catalog, and I, th- I think they're on 309. I'm not yep, sure, but they, they are. Awesome. It's cool. a wonderful place. Lots of great stuff there. All right, so. Don't leave. We got to leave. Come on. Stay. Help leave. me. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> There's no helping you. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Okay. You're going to be fine on your own, okay, sir. Yeah, we yeah. trust it. I do want to thank our sponsors real quick. Uh, these Preston and Steve shows have been brought to you today by Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve show. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville as well with everything you need for the great outdoors. FrenchCreekOutfitters.com. Why take a chance with anybody else? Also, Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve show. He's leaving. He's saying goodbye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, and uh, Wilmington University experienced the Wilm U difference by visiting wilmu.edu. Uh, next week, folks, uh, we're taking some time off, but listen to what we have coming up as far as uh, some of the guests that will be on the program. Uh, G Love with an in studio live performance. Rain Wilson, Jane Lynch, Tim Meadows, Stephen Colbert, Ron Jeremy, John Oates, Jerry Springer. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, just to name That's a few. That's a hell of a lineup. It's going to be some good stuff and probably play it at a time when you didn't hear it before, which is pretty cool. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great and safe weekend. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. Just wondering if anybody could tell me how I could actually bolt my outboard boat motor on the back of my lawnmower so I could boat my lawn this weekend. And if it also stop my Next message. So here's a good idea for a first time meeting somebody. You say, wow, you have beautiful eyes. Man, your poop must be amazing. Next message. TGI-F. Big God, it's Friday, because I'm going to the beach. F*** everyone else. F*** working Saturday. Peace out, bitches.
the Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 